and welcome to Waffly Bollocks, the podcast where we've spent upwards of five hours watching wrestling today, and so nothing we say <laughs> over the next hour or two can be held against us in any way. Um, I'm Sarah, aka Awfully Waffly, and my co-host is MJ, aka Rassle Trash. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> I was going to say, how are you feeling? I just feel, I feel weird because it's not Saturday morning. It is. It's very strange. I, this is going to be a weird one. We always get weird when we when we record at night. Yeah, so I did think good that. luck, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> good luck, everybody. Especially us. Especially us. Especially us. We're going to need it. I've got coffee and monster on the go, so I'm ready. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I'm on the water. That's how. Like it's late at night for me. Well, good not. lord. <laughs> <laughs> if I drink coffee now, it's game over. Well, see, I, I, because I am an owl. Oh yeah, this is like early morning for you. This is early morning for you. Well, you know, because we do, we don't do this podcast on camera. People don't know <laughs> yeah, that true. I am actually an owl. Oh, okay. and, um, uh, so yeah, I, I tend to stay up all night watching wrestling and then have a sleep. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I slept in because I watched all of Full Gear, and then I was too excited. To <laughs> I did have a bit of a feeling this morning of like it being Christmas morning, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is weird. It hasn't even been that long since the last pay-per-view. No, it really hasn't. No, it's, it's been like a, a month. A month? Yeah, like a month definitely ago. not long enough. And it's like a month and a bit till the next one. So, oh yes, of course, because there's World's End, didn't there? I was thinking Revolution until March. No, is it? but no, we've we've got another one like next month. The new That's going to be fun. Day day before day before New Year's Eve, I shall be um, watching it and cooking volivants or something. <laughs> <laughs> volivants. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what, you, do, what do people eat at like New Year's Eve? Like a sitcom mom in the eighties. That's what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then nobody's going to say thank you, and I'm going to sit on the stairs and drink gin and cry. Oh no. <laughs> But no, it was, it was, it was, it felt like it was a good pay-per-view, I thought, overall. Like, we're going to get into it, but yeah. like, overall, it was fun, and I was really excited for it, and I'm still pretty stoked with it all, myself. Yeah, I think that's a good, sensible way to feel. Um, I basically have spent all day watching it, and then went on the internet because I was really trying to stay off because I didn't want any spoilers yeah. and I'm always getting spoiled for pay-per-views because I can't stay off my stupid Twitter account so I was like not you've gonna done look. very well you've been <laughs> off Twitter for like three days <laughs> I know but do you know what it's because I was convinced they were going to reveal the identity of the devil and I'm so convinced that someone's going to report it before it happens so I was like I will uh, not look and they still haven't done it so they, they still haven't done it. No, I, I, yeah, I'm sure we'll get on to that in a bit. But I was I was surprised. I was surprised. I assumed it was going to happen there. But then again, World's End is mm. in Long Island, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably that's probably the time to do it. I understand why they didn't do it last night. I was yeah. surprised they didn't because I got it in my head that they might. But yeah. yeah, I don't know where I got it in my head that they might. I think because they were mentioning it on commentary. Like, Nobody promised me this. Why did no? That's <laughs> the thing, isn't it? The problem with being like a, a fan of wrestling on on, especially if you're on Twitter, is that people forget that they weren't promised things yeah they think they were promised things they weren't promised anything nothing okay new so normally we would have notes and a structure but because i have only just watched 
everything and then at my dinner we are just going to talk our way through the card um i think some matches will require more attention than others but uh we should do that and i think we should also like officially do our like official waffly bollocks heart ratings because yes everyone else gets to put numbers on their feelings and i think we should yes if we remember because i keep threatening that we're going to do this and we never do but today <laughs> we will yes and we're going with the with the heart ratings not my 420 leaves of infinity <laughs> well i was just mostly thinking <laughs> leaves of infinity i was mostly thinking heart ratings are easier because they translate into emojis mm. and there's lots of different heart emojis yes 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 good idea also we can narrow it down as well it doesn't have to be 420 <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's yeah we're gonna go we're gonna go with five um yeah but dave Meltzer rules apply so we can go above five if we need to good because <laughs> i feel like we're gonna need it in some places probably okay mm. so aw full gear live from the kia forum in los angeles california right first thing was like why does the kia forum look so weird it's a funny shape, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's like a big round building. Yeah. And it's kind of got a big, like normally the audience kind of goes up like all the way, but there was like a big gap from like the ringside seats to the balcony. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that one. I think it's just the way um, they're laid out and not all, because there's that many fucking stadiums yeah. in America that they're all, well, arenas, whatever. They, they kind of, yeah, they're all sort of laid out for different things, aren't they? Because do they do basketball? at the Kia Forum. <laughs> I don't know. I think so. I don't know. <laughs> That's a I'd say what, it seems like a lot of American fans, because you know how they always go on about all oh, the ratings went down because there was like other sport on. And it's like clearly like American wrestling fans watch other sports as well. It's like, I only watch wrestling. No, <laughs> I don't really I watch don't any watch, other sport. I don't watch sport. I don't watch any sport. Wrestling's not sport. Come on. <laughs> it's, well, it's, it, it, it's kind of, but it's not, but it's kind of. It's like if all sport had people being hit with chairs and a bunch of melodrama, it, then I'd yeah. be more into it. And like but they plot. don't, so I'm not. That's what they need to do is... Um... Like, if they want me to watch football, I'm going to need the players to talk directly to the camera about their feelings and also for the goals to happen at only the most dramatic moments. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, otherwise, I'm not interested. Um, so, zero hour. I already got off topic. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I even Go team! This is going to be a, such a long episode, I could tell. Um, right, so Zero Hour, we kicked off with Eddie Kingston versus Jay Lethal for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Uh, mm-hmm. I had a bit of a grump again about Ring of Honor, and then my partner was like, oh yeah, but you know, they're showing people Ring of Honor for free, so maybe they'll watch Ring of Honor. So I was like, mm, maybe. Probably not, though. Maybe, maybe. It would be nice. It would be nice. I mean, it's like I I was, when I was having a grump about um, (laughs) the trios titles, the the, the Ring of Honor trios titles, like putting the belts on the elite might have like enticed more people to sign up, but then they didn't have a match on Ring of Honor. It was like, oh, well, that was pointless. So, yeah, they do need to do more things. I think the fact that they've got a pay-per-view on there for free at the end of next month is is probably going to help. Yeah, if you have not heard it being constantly sold, um, Ring of Honor Final Battle will be available to Ring of Honor 
what is it honor club subscribers mm. um just yeah just as part of your normal subscription so yeah get ring of honor for a month and you can watch the pay-per-view and everything else yeah yeah and you watch it all it's got i mean to be fair it's good value for money they've got the entire ring of honor back catalog on there yeah, so it's wild there's so much content yeah so much stuff to watch like i, I it's definitely good value for money it i think it is Plus, you can just watch lovely Ring of Honor and have a nice time. Of course, <laughs> yes. Which is the main thing. It is the main thing. Um, Eddie's been busy this week. He had a title defense against uh, Dalton Castle on Ring of Honor on whatever day they record Ring of Honor nowadays. Um... <laughs> I think they split it, don't they? It sounds like they Very split confusing. it between yeah. Dynamite and uh, Rampage. Mm. Uh, Dynamite uh, collision. and uh, Collision, yeah. But... Um, Yes, he had a, a a nice match there, and then another match here. I think the Dalton Castle one was better than the Jay Lethal match, but I I agree. Don't particularly <laughs> love Jay Lethal. It was fine. No, it was fine. It was a decent match. It was nice to see Ortiz show up and uh, be on Eddie's side. I was so happy about that. <laughs> yes, I was so happy because I was like, oh no, don't. Don't, Ortiz, don't hit Eddie with the guitar. He's your friend. And then he didn't. Yeah. And I was really happy. Yay, friendship. <laughs> Yay, friendship. That's the theme of the night as well. It is. We love friendship. And um, it, yeah, it was great. I I mean, that's the thing. I know, I know uh, Planet Jarrett get a lot of uh, stick for existing, really. <laughs> but that's the thing. They, they're entertaining. They do their thing. It's not like they're winning titles. Like, yeah, they're it, fine. It's one of them. It's like they're good for, like, if there is sort of a title match to be had, like something like the Ring of Honor title or the TNT or not, well, not maybe not the TNT at the minute, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like, they, they're, good, yeah. they're good at what they do and they know, you know what I mean? Their spot is their spot. You've got to have some guys to fight not everybody can be top guys this is the thing it's it's not everybody you need a solid middle of the card as well and a solid bottom of the card and it's <laughs> you know they slot nicely just in there indeed kind of... yeah i don't i don't have a particular issue with them i think the texas chainsaw match made me like them more even though that was clearly mm. very very silly but you know, I'm a. It's very silly. I'm that was another one where we were on a completely different side of the fence to everybody else on the internet, apparently. Yeah, as always. But yeah, as know, usual, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. It was a good match. I'm always happy to see Eddie. Yeah. Always happy yeah. to see Ortiz. So it was good. It was good. After the match, Eddie deeply confused me because he announced that he's going to be part of the round robin. What is it? Continental, intercontinental. The it, it's it's just the continental. Okay. It's not it, intercontinental. <laughs> is WWE? Okay. It's one continent. It's the continental. It's the continental breakfast one, championship. One continental breakfast. Continental waffle championship. Continental is what it is. waffle championship. And so he's going to do that. But he said he's going to put his new Japan belt and his Ring of Honor belt up for grabs. In did, did, he said every match. Every match. Every match he has on that in that tournament. Yeah. Which also means that, A, I, I mean, on one hand, kind of telegraphs that you'll probably end up going quite far in the tournament. Yeah, if not that he's going to win it. No? I don't know. Not necessarily. Not necessarily because um, because it's this point system. Oh, right. A round-robin tournament is point system. So everybody's in a block. Every, there's like, there's going to be, I assume, four blocks of... Or three blocks of people. Three is it three blocks of four? I don't 
because it's 12. <laughs> Probably three Maybe. blocks of four. And it's around Robin. So everybody in each block faces each other. Yeah. And then they all get points. So... Eddie will probably go quite far. Yes, it does telegraph that, but not necessarily win the whole thing, I don't think. But then if he is doesn't... Oh, hang on, no. <laughs> I guess it could be a I draw, think there's a... and then he wouldn't drop his belt. Yes, yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to get through the blocks. Do you know what I mean? Like, if he doesn't get out of his block and into the, the like, eliminator matches, like the semi-finals, quarter-finals, semi-finals... I don't think he'll necessarily lose the belt. Mm-hmm. Like he, if he if he doesn't come out if he doesn't come out of his block, do you know what I mean? I think there's a way where <laughs> he doesn't know. end up losing this feels all the like titles. Maths. This is sports maths where people yeah, who watch these kind math. of tournaments know how these things work. Whereas over here, I'm like, but hang on, if he gets one point for this, and I, I can't figure it out. Anyway, <laughs> I, I did think out. it was an insane thing to do to say he's putting his belts on the line. Because, like, surely, surely... Like, the Ring of Honor one, fine. We've established that the Ring of Honor belts can go to anyone at any time. But, like, surely New Japan don't want to just have a random champion out of nowhere. The thing is, though, it's the winner is going to be prearranged, isn't it? So <laughs> well, yes. It's going to be somebody who <laughs> yeah. New Japan is happy to work with. Mm, yeah. If I it suppose. does happen. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think everything... I th- obviously, everything's being done with, with New Japan's blessing. I mean, because look at what... Well, I mean, again, we're going to talk about it later, but the the stuff with Osprey, like they were fine with him being under contract and coming on yeah. AW last night and saying he was he was all elite. So, I I think whatever happens, New Japan are fine so with it. They're just kind of like, yeah, do yeah. Do you think there could be some New Japan guys in this tournament? They haven't said that there can't be, right? They haven't said that there can't be. No, no. Um, there could be. They quite easily could be. I mean, we've got eight spots to be announced, yes. I think. Yes, because so yeah. far we know Brian Danielson, Andrade, El Idolo, Mark Briscoe and Eddie Kingston. That's a fantastic four to start <laughs> with, isn't it? Ooh, that <laughs> tournament. Oh, dear it's me. It's going to be fun. Yeah, because the thing is, because we've skipped straight to the pay-per-view. Like, the, the announcement for this was, like, last week, wasn't it? The, the, the tournament. But, yeah, I'm excited about that because it's like a mini G1. Like yes. I'm, which I love a good G one. It's it's yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be good, especially like I mean those first four, the caliber of those guys is ridiculous. So yeah. I'm hoping that that the other eight are people of that same caliber. I'm sure they will be, but I just need people in advance to like understand that if your faves are in that tournament. They aren't going to win every time. They're not <laughs> going to win every match. And you need to learn to live with that now. Otherwise, you're just going to get yourself into a tiz. Like... <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I'm over here in Best Friends Corner, like, winning? What's that? <laughs> exactly. I mean, the world, I think we we might be on a completely different planet sometimes. <laughs> because, like, I, I just, most of the time, I am happy just to see my guys. Yes. And, yeah. and whether they win or they lose, I'm just happy yeah. that they're on the telly. Just happy to be here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, God. We've done one match. All right. So the second match on Zero Hour, um, for some reason, I told myself there was only going to be two, but I guess there were three, uh, was... No, you know what happened? What? I think it was Shivani or Excalibur went, 
We've got two matches. So that's why you were, you were confused by Shivani. <laughs> I believed, I believed their lies. Yeah, so it's cool. Yeah, I got confused as well in the middle of it. I was like, hang on, no. Because I was like, oh, is Buddy and Claudio going to be on the main card then? Yeah, no. But no. um, And then they just appeared in the middle of the card at the zero hour. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. so yeah, so after last night on Collision... No, God, I don't know what day it is. After this Fr- week's... Friday. Co- this week's Collision... Uh, <laughs> Buddy Matthews beat Wheeler Utah on Collision. I watched like half of it, and then I was like, "This is actively making me dislike wrestling," so I'm going to stop. So then I got a, 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 a rematch. I thought it was really good. <laughs> it probably is. There's something I, I we've talked so so long about like how to make Collision more welcoming to the girlies, and they really have done a lot of things to improve it. But there's yeah. something about it that I think the fact that it's two hours, like I wish it was an hour instead of two hours, because there's something about it where I get halfway through and I am in the swamp and I hate it. And I can't <laughs> put my finger on what it is. Because like, a lot of times I'm like, I like these guys. And Nigel sometimes makes me laugh and it's like fine. Yeah. But like, I don't know what it is. There's something about it. It just drags me down. It's... It's still very blokey, isn't it? Yes. I think collision. Maybe. It feels it still feels very blokey bloke bloke. Yeah. Like it's it, yeah. <laughs> Um but I mean I it depends what it depends how you feel about that kind of thing because I'm fine with it. Like <laughs> I normally <laughs> think I am, but yeah, I don't know. I just cuz I was like trying to catch up on everything uh quite late mm. before the pay-per-view and I was just like I, I'm just going to stop watching this and I'm going to watch Rampage instead because... Maybe that's what it... I maybe can't. you just burnt yourself I out. Think maybe, but it happens with Collision every week. Every week I get to Collision yeah. and I'm like, ugh, this is... You end up in a swamp. This is a bit of a swamp. Um, But anyway, yeah, so then they did Claudio versus Buddy Matthews and Utah lost, right? And then Claudio yeah, yeah. won. So one each to the Blackpool Combat Club in the House of Black. Good. I think that'll be a good feud going forward. Mm. Violence. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but I really, really need the House of Black, the boys in the House of Black, to get their shit together. Yeah. They're just not doing it for me right now. Julia, amazing. The boys, I'm just a bit like, I don't know what you're doing. You turn up, you try, kind of say some foreboding nonsense that doesn't mean anything, and then you're just very yeah. self-serious, and I would rather have the righteous than them, and yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the kind of... Obviously, Malachi is a bit of a law merchant. And you know, I I love me some law. Yeah, but, but what is his like, law? Where is it? it yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. It has to it has to make sense. I, I literally for, for couldn't like tell it. you what any of his law is. Like, uh, no. he misted someone at some point. But I think he doesn't do that anymore because Julia does it now. But like, yeah. I don't know what his game is. I don't know what his goals are. I just, like, I feel like he walks around like he is doing law but he but he's not actually it's doing almost it. like he's he's saying it in his head yeah and then everyone's like what's going on malachi and he's just walking around going hmm, you have yes, to say it out the darkness loud. yeah <laughs> strange little man you have to say it out loud you can't just i do yeah like i love spooky bollocks you know that i love spooky yeah, yeah, things yeah. i would love to be like yeah he is you know the lord of darkness and he is doing this but i don't know what he's doing i don't like he doesn't he won't tell me we're not entirely <laughs> he won't tell sure. me no he's doing some kind of demonic ritual behind closed doors and not telling me about mm. it so 
I, I'm not interested. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I think the thing is, the problem I think the House of Black have um, as well is that if if they decided to, if the like the company decided to go all in and do full spooky bollocks, mm. then that would make it make more sense. But because we're sort of trying to keep it in the realms of reality most of the time, with the exception of like the mist, mm. it's kind of it's almost hamstrung a little bit Maybe. because it's like oh well it's it's got to stay relatively realistic but i i think maybe just go all in on the spooky bollocks myself but then that will people will whinge about that as well you, it's like either way i think the the, the people aren't going to be happy so yeah and... i'm not really not sure what you do with that <laughs> like it's it's above my pay grade oh well i haven't got a pay grade so it's up to tony gowd to sort it's it just, out yeah i think i'm just frustrated because like they do all cool lighting effects and stuff for these guys like they let them come in and lurk around with the lights out and they make appearances and they wear spooky masks and stuff but like it just none of it ever goes anywhere it feels very style and no substance. Yeah, there's there's there's, there's none at all. I'm like, I'm I feel that I'm being goth baited. That's what's happening here. Goth baited. <laughs> yes, we're being goth baited like by the fucking. House. What's that band? Pale waves. Fucking goth baiting. Anyway, um. <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know who they are i'm like i'm so out of touch it, they music. look they look like they because they look like they're goths and then you go ooh, and then you listen to it and you're like this this is no this is oh no good. i hate that no i know what you mean now i hate that yeah and it's like oh they look like spooky goths and then they they like do music that sounds like fucking I don't know, S Club 7 or something. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Do you like... know who else I'm putting on this list? Fucking Vampire Weekend. Don't be called Vampire Weekend. No. No, and no, be a what... bunch of bloody students. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Just absolutely not. And I'm sick of it. Stop goth-baiting Stop goth-baiting us. How dare like, you? If you're going to offer me spooky bollocks, you better have something spooky. Um, yeah, be spooky. God damn it. So there was that. <laughs> that happened. Uh... That happened and we all let it happen. <laughs> that happened. And then we had the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship match, which was MJF and Samoa Joe versus the Guns, which was... Speaking of spooky, my door just closed itself all by itself. <gasps> it's a ghost! <laughs> um, um, yes, yeah, so MJF and Samoa Joe versus the Guns. And it was fun in that i enjoyed all the shenanigans that joe and mjf were getting up to like joe continually tagging himself in and mm. and all that kind of silliness i fucking love joe I, <laughs> I, i've always been a fan of joe like since back tna days but oh god he's good isn't he he's so fucking good <laughs> he's so funny like it, everything he does makes me go ha like it's just i love him I love him. I love his walking away spot. Yes. Oh, can we just, before we get into, I know we're, we're sort of, because we're kind of merging yeah. everything together. John Cruz versus Samoa Joe the other day was so fucking funny. Have you seen that? I don't, I think I have. Oh my God. I think I might. it might have gone into the 11 hours of wrestling I've watched and just broken. Go on, remind me. It was, it was, it was a job match, basically. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Do you know who John Cruz is? No. Sepentico. Oh, what? How yes. did I watch this and not know that? What the fuck? I need to. Maybe I didn't watch it. It was on. Um, 
Was it Collision? I can't remember if it was Collision or Dynamite now, but it was definitely oh, on this week. I did not know. I didn't know that that was... Oh, I'm going to go back and watch it. You're going to have to go back and watch it. But when Joe did his walk away spot, um, John Cruz did this, like, arms in the air, what the hell man gesture oh. in midair <laughs> while Joe was walking away. This like, video and the screen caps of it. I pissed myself. It was so funny. Yeah. All the love for Serpentico slash John Cruise. Yeah. He is an icon and a legend and a genius of physical comedy. And I love him very much. All the awards for that man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I feel, I think I did watch it, but like, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's grown to To be on. fair, if you didn't know that, if you didn't know who he is. I was is, like, oh, like, some old squash match. Yeah, job <laughs> match. Yeah. No, but it's because because of who I know who he yeah. is. That's why I was paying oh attention. Oh my god! But it was fake Spanish announced project fan. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Scandal! <gasps> um, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I, I it seems to be common knowledge on Twitter, but Twitter is full of nerds. So you know, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> just assumed it was can't expect but... me to know all the men there's so many of them um there's so many i know men, quite a know lot of them, them but so especially not when one's pretending to be a different a man different man i don't know if i approve but um <laughs> <laughs> like ah. if you are one man you can't pretend to be another man. um anyway yeah where were we yeah um Samoa Joe. Yes. yes sorry i was talking to my partner about this and how some wrestlers like the ones that we like anyway never forget that they're acting in the ring so like matt jackson yes. is a great example of this or mjf and i think joe's another one like yeah yeah, yeah. he's always on always. And he, eddie as well yeah. eddie is always on eddie doesn't know wrestling isn't real <laughs> um it's just which is that's fine because <laughs> because you know, we just leave him to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was the He's other, just happy. The other weird thing that Eddie Kingston did this week was on Ring of Honor after the after his match with Dalton Castle, where he was making a sort of weird oblique rant about champions and how a championship doesn't make the man, but the man makes the championship. And it seemed like it was MJF shade, but he didn't actually say that. He didn't say that. I I was under the impression. It was MJF Shane, yeah. and I do, I do wonder if he's gonna come for MJF <laughs> well, at some point. If he does this round robin after the continental, ends, after the yeah. continental, when he walks out with three belts, um, uh, yeah, who can say? I mean, if anyone's got, you know, if he's got three belts, like. I, I would say that probably gives him the right to go ERMJF. Let's have a scrap. Absolutely. So I'm good with it. Like <laughs> if, if that's how we if that's how we need to go to get to Eddie having a having a feud with MJF, then I'm I'm here for it. Yeah. Uh, so Samoa Joe and MJF beat the guns because of course they fucking did. <laughs> like, yeah, like, obviously. Yeah. Partly part which the match we were like. Either one of these men could beat both of the guns by themselves. This is a ridiculously yeah. overpowered team. <laughs> um, but then Adam Cole's music hit. That was very exciting. I wasn't expecting to see him. I wasn't. I was like, oh. And then I was like, devil. <laughs> Immediately. I was like, that man is the devil. <sighs> is that, do, you think he, do you think he really is? I, I do now. <sighs> I think the fact that he turned up last night says to me and we didn't see the devil last is. night 
Yeah. Oh, I'm so suspicious of everything now, and I'm. I am. I, I feel like I'm... I don't know. <laughs> I'm wildly speculating. Like, this is what this whole podcast is about. Yeah, just us wildly is. speculating yeah. about shit. I want to just let it happen to me. Like I, I want to not know. So. Uh, yeah, I want to, you know, like when he's walking to the ring and limping and, and on crutches, and I'm like, "Are you? Are you going to turn around in a minute and walk normally?" Like, <laughs> yeah, it just twat MJF. We're going to suddenly crutches. start doing the Usual Suspects or the end of the Usual Suspects in mm. this, but um, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, we did at least have a nice moment before any sudden but inevitable betrayals. We did have a nice little hug and reunion, and that was nice. Yeah. It was lovely. It was nice. It was just really nice to see him. It was really nice to see yeah. Adam Cole with his mountain man beard. Yeah. Oh, God, Adam Cole. Fucking get a beard trimmer. I swear to God. He's like, no, I'm off work. I'm just going to let everything grow. Like I, said, like I said last week, I want him to come back looking like Cole Father He's going to. Like, he is going to. Beard down to his knees. He's yeah. going to. Uh, but yeah, it's nice. And also like, it was sort of nice being like, oh, you know, he's injured, but they're still letting him come out and have his music and, and have his yeah. little moment with the crowd. And like, everyone's happy to see him. That's lovely. Uh, yes. And then the guns beat up MJF. <laughs> and he had to be stretched out of the ring and put into an ambulance. Yes. Very silly. <laughs> Which, Very silly. as it turns out, is a bone of contention. Oh. Um, yeah, they, they did a very... Um, it, it was let's just say a bit sports entertainment a little but bit then, but like it was a little bit but you know it's thing is aw was always meant to be uh a, a mixture of everything so you've you've got to include that in it because people do like it but ha- you hasn't know it always had a bit of silliness like if oh yeah yeah that's the thing it's like i don't know why everyone's suddenly like Oh, it's all oh, it's gone silly all of a sudden. There has always been silly shit. Like it's just you didn't like this bit of silly shit. Is the issue? It's like there's been plenty of silly shit yeah. before. It's not like it's you know. I don't know why people are acting brand new about it, but yeah. <laughs> I think what's what's kind of interesting for me is like the first time uh, I remember seeing an ambulance get stolen by a wrestler was when Hangman did it, and then. Uh, and then best friends stole it, re-stole it off of him, and mm-hmm. and that, I was just delighted by that as a fun thing. And now it's happening again. I'm like, oh, this. I guess this is a wrestling trope. That, that this is what happens. It, it is kind of a wrestling trope. Yeah, it's it's been done quite a few times now. So that kind of, it's kind of like when people get in a weird frenzy of trying to say that things are a work. Like when someone gets injured, and you're like. It's obviously not because of how the camera's cut away. Like, I feel like this was a perfect example yeah. of the the language of television telling you, like, this is not a real injury. <laughs> this isn't a real injury. And yeah, because, well, let's be honest. I mean, because in the end, obviously, um, they put Adam Cole in, in into a title match. Uh, because MJF was injured. Yes. <laughs> and against Jay White. It's like, yeah, they're not going to have your main event be a one-legged man in an ass-kicking <laughs> contest, are they? Literally. No, and also, like, also, my partner was like, oh, I, I don't think they can change the main event when people are already in the building. And I was like, they're not... They're not because they're, they're not, not going to change the main it. event. It's fine, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I, I, I can't imagine anybody... Was anybody fooled by that? No, I don't think... It's just... You shouldn't have been if you were. Watching us <laughs> lads, we're, like, it's like we're watching a soap opera, like, 
yes, like, like obviously it was a, a, a kayfabe injury that he was obviously going to come back from. Yeah. And yeah. that's fine. Like, it, yeah, it's fine. You don't always have it, to be surprised. that happens. Because the thing is, like, once you've watched enough wrestling or films or TV, yeah. you do start to recognise yeah. tropes. And that's just how it is. And like, yeah, I get that it's fun to be surprised, which is why we're trying so desperately not to know who the devil is <laughs> until it's yeah. revealed. Yeah. But like, but just because you weren't surprised doesn't mean it's not, this is like the worst thing ever. <laughs> again, again, I I think it can be a media literacy issue. Maybe. Depends how how much other media certain wrestling fans have consumed, maybe. But yeah, obviously, like you, you get to recognise the tropes. And, and I mean, it's even worse if you've um, studied like media, if you've done like a media course mm. or film studies course, because you really get into that then. You mm-hmm. really get into the tropes and the use of, you know, scenery and whatever to indicate certain mm-hmm. things. So you do end up overanalyzing things sometimes, I think. And I have to sort of pull myself back from it because I like to be surprised. And then yeah. sometimes if I'm sat there and I can just sit there and figure everything yeah. out that that is about to happen, then I it's sort of like I take the fun out of it for myself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it also, at the same time, you can't lose sight of that. You know, you can't just go lose sight of all tropes completely. Yeah. If you get what I mean. Because when you're watching the thing, it's like, if you're not recognising very clear signs that something is going to yeah. go a certain way, because they're literally sign-pointing it for you, then... I think I've heard... You've got to find somewhere in the middle, Someone I say think. this where I'm like, yeah, the, I, I, it might even have been like Tunnel Talk or something where they're like, they're telling you a story and they're giving you information along the way. And if you therefore yeah. go, oh, I know what's going to happen. It's because you're reading the clues that they've told you. Like, <laughs> that's how it's supposed yeah, to work. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's literally how all media works. Like, if you've been given a clue, take it. I'm so it. tired, MJ. <laughs> I'm so tired. Um, but no, but it's like, but it's like, oh, I don't know. It's like kind of like with if you're watching a film and it's and you're looking at you know, um, the things that are in the background and the costumes that the characters are wearing and the words they say mm. and everything and and you're like, it is a conscious choice that those things are there. Therefore, yeah, that they're there for a reason that is telling me something. I feel like wrestling sometimes is a bit like a very cheap indie movie where it's like some of the things are there by design, but some of the things are just there because they were just in the room and nobody thought to move them out of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is, yeah, that is very true because I mean, there's been quite a few times where there's been someone's either said something offhand, yeah, and it really wasn't part of anything, yeah, and people have taken it and run with it and turned it into something when it actually wasn't anything yeah so yeah yeah it, it can go both ways and, and obviously the, the, <laughs> the other bit of wrestling is that like sometimes things don't go to plan and you don't just get to reshoot because you're filming in front no. of an audience and if somebody breaks their leg you don't get to go cut we'll redo that bit like yeah so so yeah it, it, yeah you know yeah it's it's there's a weird tension between this is real and live and this is fictional and yeah there's a fine line and it's it's that's the thing with it being i i think be, since sort of kayfabe died <laughs> yeah um we we sort of because we're sort of walking that fine line where we know we know what we're seeing is sort of 
fake obviously everybody knows that like we all know that mm. but it's i think maybe it's a suspension of disbelief yeah thing yeah. you know it's like you you have to just go with it and suspend your disbelief and just watch it with the assumption in your head that all of this is supposed to be happening yes kind of thing do you know what i mean yeah. it's it's weird it's a weird one wrestling wrestling is a very weird bit of media that's what makes it so fascinating to that. me but yeah yeah we haven't talked since i went to that progress show last week which is i'm no. not going to get into here because we don't have time but um but no. uh very briefly there was a a match build as the most dramatic match ever between two wrestlers whose kind of gimmick is that they are showmen oh it was was it uh matt rowell yes. and um your man yes, charles your crowley. Man crowley yes yes and so the premise of the match is that like they're both over actors and so to begin with they were both doing this thing where they were like massively overselling it so like to prove yeah. who could be the most dramatic so they were just like either just kind of like gently slapping each other and then like throwing themselves up in the air and flipping around <laughs> so you're laughing already it was really fun to watch but then a 30 second clip of this match got on the internet and the entire like entirety of Twitter it felt like just lost their fucking minds they were just like oh. close down all British wrestling this is the worst thing ever this is the reason oh, why people say wrestling is fake this is the reason why I have to be embarrassed to be a wrestling fan and I was like you know why mad. people say wrestling's fake? Because <laughs> it's fake. <laughs> you know why people say, yeah, because it's fake. But like, I was like, fucking grow up. To me, I was kind of going, I was sort of fascinated by it because I, I do think it's interesting watching how much of like a movie, like so much of what's enjoyable about watching a big wrestling move is how it's, how they sell it. And so watching like yeah. these guys kind of flip themselves with nothing was like, oh, so like that that's kind of like how much of that is is you being athletic and doing a backflip out of nowhere yeah, yeah. rather than someone throwing you and i was sort of fascinated by it and also like yeah part way through the match there was a bit where they kind of did a like a double clothesline thing on each other and they both were quote unquote knocked out and all the mm. lights went down and went red and there was a blaring thing on the screen saying um nightmare sequence initiated and <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and all of and while that was going and it was all like stayed lit red the whole time and all the venue staff like were getting in the ring and doing a battle royale with them and then like after the Amazing. after the nightmare sequence was over they put the lights back up and like, you know so it's fucking stupid yes but like I've never seen a match with a dream sequence in the middle. That's just funny. Like, and and that's hilarious. Like, why yeah. would you get so angry about that? Like, it literally See, this... doesn't. I don't understand. People get so. I don't understand why people are angry about that. This is my this is my issue with a lot of wrestling fans is because they know they know it isn't real. They know what they're watching, and yet they get angry when they get reminded of that. And it's like, well, why are you watching it then? <laughs> Just stop watching it. You know, you know what the deal is. We all know what the deal <sighs> is. Yeah. And some of it is very silly, but some it's always been very yeah. silly. Wrestling is very silly. And then now all of a sudden you go, well, I can't take it seriously. You were never meant to. Yeah. You were never meant to take it seriously. They will tell you <laughs> when you're meant to take it seriously. Yeah. It reminds me of like as if they have concocted this really elaborate fantasy. It's like no, do you know what? It's like it's like when they were kids, their parents really put a lot of effort into persuading them that Father Christmas was real. And you know, every Christmas yeah. Eve, they put out carrots for Rudolph and did the elf on the shelf. And their parents are really into it, and they really, 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 really believed in Santa. And now they're adults. They know that Santa's not real, but they are still desperately trying to like 
have somebody do all the things for them. And you're like, you're not mm. a child anymore. And no, stop it. Yeah, it's no, it, it's sort of, that's the thing. I think with wrestling, you've got to accept that there are some matches that are taken as very serious and straight-faced. And um, then there is matches like that where it's completely ridiculous. And it's like a nod and a wink to the audience. Like, you all know this isn't real. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing, because that is modern wrestling. It's like everything is done with a nod and a wink. It's like the way um, sort of the elite have always done stuff. It's like, we know this isn't real. You know this isn't real. Yeah, but let's have fun with it. Let's have a bit of fun with it. Yeah. Um, And that's that's why I love wrestling, because it is a mixture of that kind of stuff. And I think maybe if you don't like that kind of thing maybe maybe you just shouldn't have been watching wrestling in the first place maybe go and watch like ufc yeah or you know mma of some description like clearly it isn't for you if you can't take the sort of silly bollocks that there has always (laughs) been in wrestling along with the sort of because the thing is back in the day it was silly bollocks that we were expected to accept as real. Yeah. Now it's silly bollocks that's done with a nod and a wink to the audience. Yeah. And I prefer that myself. But it's like, if you don't like that, then maybe modern wrestling isn't for you. And maybe, you know, go back and watch some like old territory just, tapes or something yeah. instead. I just like people going, this is insulting my intelligence. And I was like... No, I think you're doing that yourself, mate. <laughs> yeah, you're. Yeah, by not realizing that this has totally oh, been done dear. with the knowledge of the audience and the acceptance yeah. of the audience that this is, you know, a parody or like a bit of a joke about what wrestling is. Yeah, it's it's things get taken way out of context as well on Twitter. Anyway, oh god, right now let's get to the main <laughs> the main part. Of Fuck Fuck. This is terrible. Yes. Um, Right, so the first match of Full Gear was a trios match, which was Adam Copeland, Darby Allen, and Sting all in like very cute matching face paint. Oh, didn't ah oh, Copeland look great, <laughs> didn't he, with that face paint? I thought that was a Luke. I think he should keep he it. He should keep it. It was fun. I like that. <laughs> he should. Uh, yeah. Yes. Versus TNT champion Christian Cage, uh, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne, who are collectively, I think, the patriarchy. Have we? The did patriarchy. we know that? Is that new? Love that. That is the only acknowledgement of that we had before that was uh, McGuinness right. calling them that on commentary. And I think maybe they've just like McGuinness said it and they've run with it. Maybe. Yeah, I love it. It's perfect. <laughs> Brilliant. Works. Works like a charm. Perfect. I like it very much. So yeah. perfect. It was the fucking entrance before we even start the fucking entrance for Christian with his like the countdown thing. And it was saying like kind and loved and respected uh, uh, can we wait and, uh, even uh, before that that he had like a fucking children's choir children <laughs> <laughs> oh so good i've like perfect iconic loved it it was so stupid but i i was there for it it's so funny it's it, and i was like did did christian knock off like kill all their dads yeah <laughs> i was like is this is this an orphan's choir yeah christian's orphan's choir yeah I, it was that was so funny i loved it so good <laughs> but yeah that's that's before the match even started oh, like, i'm already like I'm on, I'm on these guys side uh yeah. especially because the other guys brought out rick flair unfortunately <laughs> yeah yeah which is something that apparently we're just gonna have to put up with till fucking march I guess. at least until yeah. march 
after March, he doesn't need to be on telly, and I'll keep saying it. I I, I don't want to be seeing Ric Flair. No, no. And and thing is, there there are literally people that I've 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 seen who aren't watching it until Ric Flair's gone. Wow. So um, yeah, maybe get get, get rid, rid as soon as mm. possible. Yeah, get rid. Uh, this match was really fun, and another trope of wrestling that I think I was like, oh oh, it's a trope. As long as I've been watching it, I think I've only ever seen MJF do the heel thing of like running away from a match. Yeah. And Christian did that and it was very funny that he... It was hilarious. <laughs> he was just like, he saw the way the match was going. He was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm off. Yeah. In, in, in sort of in kayfabe, that's why he did it. But in Christian as a, uh, what's his name? Jay, Uncle Jay. Uh, he obviously knew that the crowd is desperate for him to fight edge and he was like nah you're not yeah. having it yet <laughs> yeah and i kind of love that gonna make your way yeah. they're gonna they're gonna edge every oh <laughs> you, they're edging people hey. yes. <laughs> hey, so... <laughs> um yes they're gonna um they're gonna keep they're gonna tease that one out yeah. i think for a good while yeah i think maybe until revolution at least but yeah i'm delighted at by least. that i'm um, I think it's nice as well because like obviously that's the big thing that everyone wants to see is like Adam Copeland and Christian fighting and to kind of put that yeah. in a trios match would have been a bit of a shame so yeah hang on to that one keep it in the keep yeah. it in the bank oh yeah we'll yeah keep it in your pocket yeah it's it yeah it was fantastic the way they did it it was just a solid match it was a decent match it was entertaining and um, I just can't I still can't get over like the work that Christian's doing yeah at the minute in in it's like i've i've seen been watching christian for years and he's always been very 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 good but i this is the best work i've seen him do absolutely he's fantastic he's another one he's just so unbearable he's an unbearable he wrestles like it as well which is what i love like he absolutely does like in ring story like well under the ring storytelling (laughs) he did a bit where he went under the ring and then like popped out the other side um yeah, such a heel thing to do. It's delightful. I love it. Um <laughs> It is. He's a brilliant heel. He's like the one of the best they've got. And it's like as much as like I kind of do wanna see him and Edge um sort of do a bit of a tag run before they're on the way out i don't think i think that's a long way off yet and i want to see because i want to see them do silly bollocks because they're very silly boys yeah. and i want to see them do silly funny stuff but i think that's a long way off yet i think you know these two are this is i i think the rivalry at the minute is far more intriguing yeah yeah than uh having them team up so yeah it's it's He's just, I think, one of the best heels that AEW have got. I, I think, I, sure. I think he might be the best. I love you, Christian. Um, because he's he's one of the ones that like, I mean, because a lot of heels in in AEW still get a cheer. Yeah, he really doesn't. Although I did think when he did the low blow on Ric Flair, I was like, hey. <laughs> yeah, I cheered that. I did. <laughs> I think the crowd might have booed him, Probably, but I cheered. Yeah. Good on you, Christian. Good on you, Christian. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just like he's one of the few people where the crowd will go along with the fact that he's a heel. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think AEW sometimes are like the, the the crowds will cheer who they like. Yeah, but in Christian's case, like he has uniformly managed to get the entire crowd on side and accepting of the fact that he's a heel. Like him and him and like Callis. Yes, and like the only yes. two. 
where everybody's just universally like, boo! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how many hearts would you give this match? How many hearts would I give this match? Out of five. Uh, I think it was a solid three. It was a good opener. Okay. Solid three. Three, three. Actually, that seems a bit stiff. But three and a, three and a half. Three and a half hearts. For me, okay, three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think because I'm trying to think of the rest of the card and how I'm going to scale it. Which is, I'm clearly <laughs> that is the problem that Meltzer has. It is. It is the problem that Meltzer has. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's three and a half for me. It was it was not the absolute best match on the card, but it was fucking solid and it was really really entertaining and I just love Christian. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next up, surprisingly not the first match on the card, uh, freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy versus uh, John Moxley. What are you, what, what are you yes. doing? Are you not putting Orange Cassidy on first? <laughs> yeah, but makes a fucking change, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Oh, yeah, because Taz joined. Yes. It just says on the thing, yes, Taz joined the broadcast booth. And I tell you what, though, Taz, Excalibur and McGuinness... This is a massive turnaround, as everybody knows, I'm sure, if they've been listening since the beginning. I think they might be my <gasps> favourite AEW commentary wow. team. Those three together. So funny. <laughs> really entertaining. I just, yeah, all the way through, I was thoroughly entertained. Uh, I have in my notes that I was taking while I was watching the show, <laughs> at seven minutes into Zero Hour, I'd already had a, oh, Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> which was when he told Stokely Hathaway that he had a chip on his shoulder because of his more successful sister Anne and I was like <laughs> Nigel Nigel <Dude>. Nigel <laughs> Nigel behave <laughs> I just it's him and his being a I think the fact that he's like fully leaned into being a heel mm, commentator yeah. instead of being like a straight play-by-play thanks emmy um <laughs> <laughs> can we forgot what that word was last week shout out um, to yeah emiliana shout out to emmy again every week. Um, yeah, every week <laughs> um but yeah it, it i think now he's leaned fully into being a, a heel commentator he's brilliant he's really funny with his stupid dad jokes they're, They're so, so stupid. stupid. Yeah, I shouldn't laugh but I do <laughs> every fucking time. Like it's yeah, I I yeah, it's surprising turn of events. But yeah, I I I think those three, those three might be it might be my favourite commentary combo on AEW. I still really really adore Caprice yeah. and on uh, Ring of Honor, but on AEW, those three fantastic. Yeah. So Mox and Cassidy, I would like. This is probably my second favourite match of the night. Yeah. Yeah, same, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was delightful. And I had fully expected that I was going to watch Orange Cassidy get murdered by John Moxley for a second time. And I had... And we kind of did see that. <laughs> in, in some ways. Yeah. We, we kind of did. We did. Like... And he was... He, I mean, he was chucking him around like he weighed nothing. He was like smashing him to the barrier like picking him up and dropping him on things oof he was yeah he was proper he was just yeeting him around the place (laughs) wasn't he like fully like final boss of AEW shit that Mox was doing just I was like Jesus Christ is this gonna be a squash like initially like my thought was holy fuck is like Mox just gonna absolutely annihilate him and take the belt but no No. because obviously Mox and Orange are both 
super duper storytellers in yeah. ring and outside of the ring but in ring they are two of the best yeah. it it was brilliant as usual as those two always are yeah. they they told a really great story with mox just being an absolute fucking beast <laughs> yeah and orange being you know the underdog that we know him to to be sometimes like when he's sort of fighting from the bottom he he tends to excel yeah yeah, and and orange fought back and and managed to nail him with what how many fucking orange punches did he give him six was it six in the end i knew it was six it was six but like he was doing everything multiple times like that um like dive he was doing and knocking mox into the announce table he did like three of those he was really giving yeah, it, giving yeah. it some, and like I love it when they, when wrestlers like taunt each other with each other's moves. And there was a bit where Mox was kind of doing the kicks of doom on him, and yeah, so yeah. delightful. And I think, yeah. I think I'm not familiar enough with Hook's moves, but did commentary say that Orange Cassidy did one of Hook's finishers? Orange Cassidy did a red rum on Mox. Yeah, that was cool, and I, I also like the idea that like. Mox, uh, sorry, Orange is like the most laid back man and just spends all the time backstage sleeping. But I actually like the idea that, no, actually, for this one, he's gone off and done a bit of training with Hook. You know, like, I don't know. I love that. I love that. It was a little touch that just, that's why they're two of the best in the company. Because it's those little touches of storytelling and sort of hints at stuff going on like outside of the match that just adds so much more to yeah. it and um yeah I've, I've seen some people complaining that because mox lost and mox has lost quite a few times over the past 12 months but john moxley is i would say along with kenny the final boss of yeah. aw and, and and i think as well this is the thing i think when he he wants to put somebody over he does it big yes and i think he had to lose this because the previous match between these two do you remember all the promos were like we believe everyone believes in you don't let us down and stuff that he was saying to Mm. orange cassidy this one he was coming out like you ain't shit like i'm gonna beat you and stuff and yeah so i think his actions he was defeated by his own hubris but his yeah yeah but it, it was that thing of like if you had said all that and then you beat him, it would have looked like you really don't respect him. Whereas I know that you actually do. Yeah. And yeah. 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 He clearly really does. And and it's the thing is with Mox, he he can take those kinds of, of losses. Of course he can. And the only people he lost to on the card, on uh, you know anyone that he's lost to recently, has been somebody right at the top of the card. Yeah. It's not like he's losing to you know people sort of like sort of really low mid carder kind of people it's people who are on the same level as him yeah. you know and on the on the day the better man won yeah you know but i think that's the way mox works is is it sort of he fights for the love of fighting i think yeah it's not necessarily the end result is the thing that matters because whatever the result this match was Mox made himself look like an absolute fucking monster. And he lo- made himself look like a monster that Cassidy defeated. Yeah. So it makes both of them look great. He was doing some John Moxley shit. Like, there was a bit where he yeah. scratched up Orange Cassidy's back. And then he, like... 
I want to say bit his nose, but that kind of doesn't cover... Like, he fully, like, had his nose in his mouth. Like... <laughs> yes, he did! I mean, it wasn't like... A, nom, yeah, nom, it nom, wasn't nom, like nom. a quick, like, you say bit his nose, you imagine it's going to be like a little, like, nip, but it was probably like, you thought he was going to take his nose off, like, his whole nose was going to yeah, be gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, and then, and then, Cassidy did it back, and... I'm just sitting here with my chin in my hands and like heart emojis in my eyes. Like I just love these two. <laughs> I love this match. I love Orange Cassidy. I love everything. I love John Moxley. This is great. It... Fantastic. And then yeah. and then Orange Cassidy retained, which was like an extra treat. Where I was like, I already know I'm going to enjoy this match, but I'm probably going to be a bit sad at the end when he loses again. But then he didn't. Yeah. Don't know what that means for the storytelling, but yeah. I don't either because I I genuinely thought Mox was gonna win yeah it. i thought we were just resetting to where we should have been resetting, if all the, yeah. all the injuries hadn't happened but i guess we're not doing that we're doing something else which is exciting yeah i i, I love that i love it when things happen that i'm not expecting to happen it's fun because <laughs> the thing is mox that i because we were watching it last night and um mox was just at the start of the match mox was just beating the yeah. fucking hell out of, uh, of cassidy and like my boyfriend was like oh is Mox just going to squash him. I was like, or Cassidy is going to fight his way out hmm, of it. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's obviously, that's a far better story. Yeah. Of course it is. Like, and, and there's nothing to say that we won't have that match again at some point. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. And if this means that we have a continuation of the Blackpool Combat Club, Best Friends Feud, then mm. happy days. I think maybe we're taking a break from it Maybe, now. but like at, at some point, like it doesn't have to be full on, but it like is just bubbling there in the background. It's bubbling away in the background. And, and also I think, because I think maybe we're taking a break so Mox can do the tournament. Probably. I would imagine. I can't imagine uh, that he's not going to be yeah, in Yeah, because I wondered if Orange Cassidy would be in that. Maybe he won't be because he's got to defend his his title instead. Yeah, because you can't have everybody going in the tournament with the title going, I'm going to defend No, you can't. It would be in... no, Although, you can't <laughs> as funny as that would be to me to just have all the titles like changing hands every every week, uh, that would be silly. That would be that would be ridiculous. And also that just like one guy book. coming out at the end with like 10 titles, like, ha <laughs> um, that Yeah, that would be fun. But yeah, so the story that Orange Cassidy was telling when he had the international belt the first time was that like he was defending it and it was breaking him down and it was making him more and more exhausted but he was carrying on then he had a whole big thing where he was like you don't know what you got till it's gone and he'd lost the belt and he was Mm. really sad about it and he kept sniping at like hook for having a championship and now he's got it back do we think our, our conspiracy theory about maybe an orange heel turn is off the cards now? No, do we, do no, we think it's no, more likely. More likely. Yeah. I was also trying to fantasy book myself into frenzy no the opposite like trying to put myself in a pit of despair and i don't know why i was doing this but um because trent had a bunch of matches this week he had a match on ring of honor which was he did i've now forgotten who it was but he did have a match (laughs) and it's gone out my head he did and then and then he was in the four-way match on rampage no collision they were the other way around this week that's very yeah, confusing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then that won him a shot at Christian for the TNT Championship. And I was like, I don't think it's going to happen because it's Trent. But my guy did just win a four-way that I thought he had no hope of winning. 
what yeah. what if he did take that title and what if chuck taylor came back from being injured and all his pals had belts and he didn't oh <laughs> no <laughs> trying to oh no trying you, to book... you fantasy book yourself into a depression yeah into no. like, I was just like, oh the emotional distress i'm causing myself right now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and there was no need there was I was no sort of need. enjoying it in a perverse way but um but no he didn't win that belt what a fantastic match though yeah with, so trent and uh christian <sighs> that was brilliant trent's so underrated. i love to he see really my guy is. succeeding even when he doesn't win Yay! i love to see it i love to see it i love to see it him winning that four-way I I was so excited because yeah. I thought, oh, well, Trent's probably not going to win this, is he? He's probably going to be like Penta or something Yeah, because like you're that. like, he's there to take the pin. That's what he's there for. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. No, he would. I was like, oh my God, Trent. Ah! Like, you know, it, I love that. I love that when it surprises me. <laughs> I like surprising things. Yeah, I, I, yeah, because I was not expecting Trent to win that. And then he won it. And I was well, well chuffed. Well chuffed. I really need to remember who he was fighting on Ring of Honor because I'm sure... It was someone who usually loses because it always is. Like they're doing a lot of stuff. Oh, it's Peter Avalon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that no, that was they had no business going as hard as they did in that match. Fucking that was great. Fucking great. Yeah. Really good. Ring of Honor is doing a I big thing Avalon. at the moment where it just put, pits two people who usually lose against one another, and you're just like, shit, I don't know what's going to happen. This is so exciting. <laughs> fantastic yeah. love it absolutely love it um yeah that was because it was like the first match on ring of honor yeah. wasn't it and um they just went so fucking hard it was it was brilliant i think peter avalon is another one who's just massively underrated massively underrated he's a brilliant wrestler he trains other people as well which is like you know i i have a feeling he probably does stuff yeah. that we don't see um like a lot of these guys do tend to do like um like serpentico and sort of there's so there's some lower mid card guys uh like serpentico and avalon who i have a feeling like do more yeah. backstage than we see luther as well i think but yeah when then when they get in the ring they're just so good yeah. so fucking oh good. he's so good and I, i'm Love enjoying him. his new look as well a little upgraded kind of like little slutty gear that he's got his he little crop top and little hot so pants. funny <laughs> he was because he gets into the ring like um like a diva yeah. from the attitude era and it fucking makes me howl every time he does it it's the funniest thing i don't know why it amuses me so much but it does i just love seeing a dude getting in the <laughs> ring like and wiggling his ass for the audience oh, love so it fun. love it love peter avalon he's, he's the best a delight uh yeah see th- but this is the thing like i watch ring of honor and i just feel really happy and then i watch collision and i feel miserable yeah. and i'm like why do I not just do the one that I like <laughs> and not do the one that There's I don't not like? <laughs> there isn't as much fun There's on just Collision. Not... I think that's what it's missing. It's missing the fun. But it's weird because like someone like like the Outrunners have been on Collision. I think iconic. Love the Outrunners. I, yeah, yeah, I love them. But then when they're on when they're on Collision, I'm like, eh. And then they're on Ring of Honor, and I'm like, yay, <laughs> yay, yeah. Like what it is. I just I don't know. It's. I think it's with 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 Collision. It's like you know they're just there to take. A loss yeah whereas on ring of honor they could win they might lose they might win you don't know the promo they did this week made me howl like 
I, it was the stupidest jokes and I just was just, I don't know. If you're anything like me, and I know that, I am, I, that I, fucking broke me. Literally. I just, <laughs> I, I just like, I'm like, this is so dumb. Why am I, why can't I stop laughing at it? So good. If you're anything like me, I know I am. Yeah. I, I fully embrace the fact that I love really <laughs> dumb shit sometimes. Like, Hey, I'm we're doing so a wrestling good. podcast. I think, <laughs> I think people I mean, know. <laughs> you know. Surely, at this point, you know what we're about, son. Um, <laughs> it's like, just, it's ridiculous. I love it. I embrace the silly bits as well as the not silly bits. And it's like, like I was saying before, with wrestling, you have to do yeah, that. Yeah, do. Yeah, do. Right, how many how many hearts for OC and Mox? Because my heart says five, but I know that there's a five star coming up. Yeah, I'm gonna break the scale for that one. Yeah, this all right. This is a five. This is a five, but it's this um, is a five. It's the little pink emoji with the sparkle on. Yes, yeah. pink emoji with the sparkle five on. Five of them. That five match. of them. Yes, five of them. Good. Just give them all five. Good five hearts for everyone, but different colours. Um, okay. Yeah, great. Uh, we didn't give any hearts for zero hour, but fuck it. All a solid. Between two and three. For I those, mean, we'll say. they were fine, but whatever. Yeah, it's so fine. <sighs> Women's world champion Hikaru Shida fought timeless, timeless Tony Storm. God, I can't speak today. Timeless Tony Storm, and this was like complicated feelings because I do feel yeah. like Shida gets fucked over every time. Yeah, yeah. Although that being said, um, I, I, this is me fantasy booking again. I. I do wonder whether that is going to lead to maybe a heel turn for Shida. I think that might be an interesting character refresh for her. Yeah. Because I love her. She's great as a heel. uh, Great as a face, even. Um, But I just wonder whether being a villain might be the thing. Because at the minute, I love Shida. She's one of the best women on the roster. Um. But her gimmick is she's just really good at a job. Yeah, that's never a good gimmick. Yeah. I need more. Yeah. And and there's nothing wrong with being really good at your job. But I think maybe if she started being a bit of a git, <laughs> yeah, then maybe. it might be a character thing. Because I thought she was going to go heel a while ago when she was like walking around in like what looked like a mafia outfit, like with, with a big suit oh, and yeah. stuff looking like a boss. Um. Yeah, I was I was totally fantasy booking like a a, a women's mafia in uh, <laughs> in AEW with Shida at the head of it, which I loved the idea of that. But um, yeah, I th- I think maybe maybe Shida needs that's something that makes her connect. I mean, because she does connect with the crowd because people love her. She gets a huge pop every time she comes out. But I think maybe for the people watching at home. Maybe. Potentially. It might just be a, she, she needs, needs a, a bit story. Of she just needs a story. Yeah, which she never really gets. No. Which which doesn't, you know, I, I can't really remember a storyline that she does had no. that's been notable. Like, it's she's just solid matches. Yeah. That That is the whole thing. But there's not really much of a story to go with it. And I think maybe that's what's needed. Yeah, I think so. Meanwhile, Tony Storm is someone who I think when we started this podcast, we would have been like, oh, yeah, she's fine, but whatever. But the timeless film noir gimmick is so good for her that... Such a turnaround. I, I kind it? of can't begrudge her winning this because 
no. She's doing I such can't. good work at the moment. You have to kind of be like, it sucks that Sheeda has not really been given much chance to do anything much but this is so fucking fun and and like yeah. this, the silliness with the shoes where she put one in back of her trunks and the ref took one away and then she had the other one and it's just yeah. fun and also it, it there was shenanigans and it kind of also leaves Sheeda quite strong because she didn't lose oh she didn't clean. lose clean yeah you know so it's it's yeah there, there was some again it's one of those things like your mileage may vary yeah. on the silly bollocks like it depends like you, maybe if you you're not into silly bollocks which again why are you watching wrestling <laughs> you know maybe i can see how people would have have a problem with that but it's just she's so hot at the minute yeah. it just seems like a no-brainer yeah. to put the title on her because she's going to be even more unbearable now, which I find <laughs> delightful. I'm excited to see her be more unbearable. Me too. And she's going to have the Mariah May stuff. But like, yeah, talk about your acting in the ring. Like she was doing incredible face work. Uh, as in like with her face <laughs> rather than being a face. But like sh- uh, the expressions she was making were incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It was the bit at the end when she was tucking the 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 like ashtray or whatever it was into the back of the trunk <laughs> and then it had fallen out and she was like oops and like shoving it back in perfect oh, she's so, so good i love it yeah it's so wild that like her style of acting used to be so at odds with everything when she was playing like a realistic character and then they give her this and it's like oh well she creates this and it's just like, yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's like perfect. it fits fits right in doesn't it it's it's like yeah i think i think people are expecting maybe too little ridiculousness <laughs> sometimes and it's expect like, more <laughs> expect more ridiculousness it's still wrestling yeah. you know it's it, it is just that is wrestling whether whether you like it or not it's it's always been part of wrestling so yeah if you you just embrace the silly bollock i i think. I, I i enjoyed this a lot um i don't really know how many hearts to give it because I, I did just have mixed that mixed feelings. feeling. Yeah. yeah. Like, I want to give Tony lots of hearts, but then I just feel bad for Sheeta, so... Yeah, yeah. If that's the thing. If, if I use one of my little, like, photos with lots of hearts on it for Tony Storm, just generally, <laughs> as yeah. a character. But yeah. as a match, yeah, I agree. It's it's It was a good match. I am sad Sheeta lost, but also I'm happy that Tony won, so I'm kind of, yeah. like, in the middle again. I think it's probably about a three for me, that one. Yeah. Three, three-ish, yeah. Three-ish. The thing is, that's not bad. It, it's not it's bad. No, good. I mean, I can see the pro. The thing is, I can see the problems with the booking of Sheeda. Yeah. And I don't know what's causing that necessarily, but it's it's like yes, I understand the disappointment in the way Sheeda's been booked, and I love Sheeda, but also at the same time, how do you not capitalize on that gimmick? Yeah. How, how you do you to. not? You have to. You have, you to. have to. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, then we had a tag team championship ladder match. Yes, we did. Now. Well. I think the main thing I had during this match was like <laughs> fear. <laughs> yeah, that was that was my thing. As soon as FDR came out, I was like, they better oh, not God. win. please don't let them win please don't let them win and that was like all and yeah i just i like a ladder match a ladder match is a fun thing but yeah i was thinking every time ftr i was just like no every time they got up the ladder i was like no no (laughs) but then you're looking at it and going well 
I don't really want Brody and Malachi to have it. I don't really have any strong feelings about LFI, so I guess the only thing that really makes sense is for the for Big Bill and Ricky Sucks to retain, which they did. So yeah, um, I guess that was the best possible outcome. I yeah will say that I have really enjoyed over the last couple of weeks when both Ricky and Bill have got on commentary during matches. Oh, they've They're been both funny. Very very funny men, and like yeah. You look at Big Bill and think he's not going to have a personality, or maybe that's just me being a terrible person. But I think the the whole wet jeans thing, I was like, this is a, this is a, this is a... <laughs> yeah. We always used to talk about like when he was because he was in Impact for a little bit before he came to AEW. You were like, why is he always wet on the back of his jeans? But it's just because of his hair. But it's yeah, like, he took but it was a bad a choice. Water on his head. Yeah, yeah it was. So it was. It's changed to black jeans now and yeah. i think that's fine and um yeah. but yeah it's like this man's main characteristic is that he's large and wet and but no he's, <laughs> got, he's got a personality wet. he's got a personality and i want to see more of it so um he has got a weird sort of uh, weird sort of draw and magnetism to him that you don't necessarily realize he's got initially because I was yeah. really excited to see him in AEW because I watched him have a run at Impact and he sort of, he fought through a lot of nasty stuff. Like he, he had a, like a drinking problem and he, he oh. had like, um, he had like a seizure and he nearly <gasps> died and yeah. Shit. Okay. Bad shit. Bad, bad shit. And um, it was after he, he got booted from WWE. He was in a tag team that was quite popular it was him and um Enzo Amore um they were very popular and then they split them up and it was kind of all a bit it kind of fizzled from there and then Bill got Mm. released um and then he he went through some shit uh had this whole thing like with the with the seizure and he was very poorly and then he came back to he came to Impact and he just he was a heel in Impact and the crowd just turned like they just decided that they fucking loved him and they started cheering him in the middle of a match i think it was and he was just sort of stood in the middle of the ring looking around like he did not know what to do with that um (laughs) and it was just it was kind of heartwarming it was like no dude do your thing they really like you just do your thing that's sweet you know so he's like i think until you see him wrestle until you see him talk a bit more you don't realize what character he is and also i mean he's he's one of the sort of big men like tall men Mm -hmm. who can actually fucking move around like i mean because the the problem you have with like people who are about seven foot tall and taller is i think satnam's all right satnam can move around because he's a basketball player obviously but with these really in the past like especially a uh, WWE, they booked big tall men who actually are they they haven't got a lot of mobility um right. and they have like health problems and stuff like yeah. so um people like uh giant gonzalez back in the day people like great carly and all they can really do is stand there and go Buh! you know mm. and just sort of smack people and 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 things so it's it's one of them uh with big bill uh back onto the topic yeah big bill has bucket loads of charisma and i don't yeah. i'm glad people are seeing it now um and and i'm really happy for him i'd like to see more like i used to really love ricky sucks and then i think i got the ick because of the bad collision days yeah and 
having him be on commentary and and doing some nice funny stuff uh helped me remember why I loved him in the first place and then yeah, yeah. same with Bill I was like oh you've got a personality I like it um yeah so yeah I I, I hope that this win means that they're gonna invest a little bit more time in them and we'll get a bit more get yeah. to know them a bit yeah. more that would be nice fingers crossed so yeah it's hard to <laughs> I don't know how again I don't know how to write this much because my my feelings were just like oh god <laughs> don't laugh to you with yeah um, yeah so I don't know I think I I would have been fine with either them retaining or LFI winning mm. it because I really like Roosh I think Roosh is fantastic <laughs> he's just a big violent man and I enjoy that <laughs> I like big violent men. You're in the right form of entertainment. Yeah, and uh, guess which one was my favourite match of the night. Um, but <laughs> I, I was, I was fine with it. Fine with the result. It was a fun little ladder match. They did some funky spots, like um, oh, was it Drillistico and Brody on the ladder? That was a beastly spot. That <laughs> it like, was nasty. Oh, beautiful though. Loved it. <laughs> Love violence. Yay, violence. Um, but yeah. It was a good match. It was solid. Ah, uh, but we're not Dave Meltzer. So this isn't a rating of stars. This is no, hearts. This, this is heart. how it made you feel in your heart. How it made me feel in my heart was probably a solid two. Yeah. Because I'll the only the only thing I had, the only sort of stakes I had in this match was, God, I hope FTR doesn't win. <laughs> Anyone but them. Anyone yeah, but them. I know. <sighs> okay. Mm. So TBS Championship match. Chris Statlander yes, yes. versus Julia Hart versus Sky Blue. This one hurts. <laughs> it does. It does because it's it's another one where I'm like, I am really like I am stoked for Julia. I am so stoked yeah. for Julia, but I'm also devastated for Chris. Yeah. Can we just say though, Sky Blue's new entrance outfit? She looked so like a good. fucking badass. That oh was my God. so good. Yeah. How much did I love her, like, taking off her old hat and stomping on it and then putting on, like, what would look like a crown? What, I it was, know. Yeah, yeah, it was wicked. like a black crown, which oh. is... <laughs> that. Yeah. Could, I mean, that could tie into something at some point. We shall see. But, um, yeah, fantastic. It was so good. Everyone's gear was very well coordinated in this match. I know this it was like, great. superfluous I thing, but... Yeah, they all look like they were wearing um, Mortal Kombat colours. Oh, like, I didn't, I didn't get that, but it looked great. I'm sure maybe it wasn't even that, but that's what it reminded me of. It reminded me of like the ninjas in Mortal Kombat, and I was well into that. So because I feel like Statlander's gear was definitely referencing something, but I don't know what. Yeah, uh, it had like yeah. a cobra on it. I don't know. It was yeah, because when she came in with the with the zip up jacket, she looked like. Um, like it was like it looked like she was doing a Cobra Kai thing. Yeah, I wondered that, but I don't, I don't know. Like, it wasn't I'm not sure. obvious enough. I'm I don't really know. not sure. But when she took it off and she had the purple on, it re- reminded me of Mylena from Mortal Kombat. Uh you you know your games more than me. It's interesting, <laughs> interesting, like just scanning back in my head, like who dresses up for a pay per view and who doesn't, because. We were like all the way through. We were going. Like, I, I approve that they've dressed up. They've, they've, you know, they've mm. made an effort. Like Sheeta made an effort. Tony looked great. Um, yeah. I mean, OC and Mox, they're gonna wear what they're gonna wear. They're not gonna dress up. Christian had no. a nice dapper jacket. I love that. I love that. I mean, we're gonna get to this match surely, but I love that Kenny just came out in his regular pants. Whereas, like fucking collision against MGF, MJF, he comes out in like full man on from Street Fighter. Yes. Drag. Like. <laughs> 
Mm. He's a funny yeah. boy. We'll get to that much later anyway. <clears throat> but yes, uh, Chris lost, but not in a way that, again, undermined her because... No. It was like a sneaky win because mm. she had done the Saturday Night Fever on Sky Blue and then Julia like knocked her out of the way and, and crushed. So if anything, Sky Blue kind of looked like the weakest link. Sky, Sky, every, Sky looked like her. the jobber in that match, unfortunately. <laughs> every, 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 some, yeah, it was like a fight to see who could murder Sky Blue first. Yeah, but she still had a good showing in the meantime. <laughs> like the match itself, Sky was yeah. Sky was great. It, it was, But, you know, it's... Someone's got to lose, haven't they? Someone's got to lose. Some people lose more than others in three ways, unfortunately. Indeed. And Julia was doing all her fun things like the hanging upside down and moonsaults and stuff. So Mm -hmm. that's all happy times. Love it. I love all of it. It's great. It was a really fun match. And and again, like I say, absolutely stoked for Julia. It was a sneaky Healy win. But I mean, that happens. It was a sneaky Healy win, but she is a sneaky heel. She's a sneaky heel. I think in terms of like, most improved wrestler for this year. Like she's got to be up there. If like, her she's and Sky. Do- done amazing work, yeah. Her and Sky in terms of character yeah. development and in ring and everything. Like if yeah, if there's some award out there for like most <laughs> improved, then both of those should be in contention for it for sure. We can have end of year awards. We can. We can. We can do it ourselves. <laughs> Someone's getting an award. We don't know who yet, but somebody is. Yeah, it's it, that's what I think is what I've said before. What I love about AEW is that you see these sort of little acorns. Yeah. Sort of, they get these new people in who are so young and they've just, you know, been plugging away on the indies. They're in their early 20s or even younger in some cases, like with Billy mm-hmm. Starks and mm-hmm. um, Nick Wayne, which is I love the work that they're doing with both of those people. Yeah. But you see them come in and you see them sort of grow and develop. And it's not they're not prepackaged and handed to you. You yeah. see them get better over time and i love that about AEW. and and it's like i hope they never stop i hope they never stop i hope they don't get a performance center and just you know wrap everybody up in a neat little bow and present them to the crowd and go this is the best you're gonna get like no just let Let people come in and and progress and also like surely part of building your character and your it is performing in front of a crowd and and yeah building that but yeah i i think i was gonna say i think they should only ever hire young people that can grow and stop hiring old men however uh i I remember what happened next (laughs) (laughs) yeah the thing is i i don't mind them hiring old men when there is a reason to hire the old man that's that's the thing and and as a general rule as i've said before as a general rule they do book people like that well with the exception of one, they do tend to book people who are seen as legends, uh, quote unquote. They do tend to book them well, um, like Sting, Christian, you know, you can't you can't say anything about how either of them two have been booked. So, yeah, I think, yes, when it's necessary, bring in some old men. But, yeah, I, I love the fact that they have this, this sort of young core of talent who are the future of wrestling. Yeah, yeah basically that's what it is they are the future of wrestling and that's what you want that's what's exciting i don't want to watch a nostalgia act that's what wwe doesn't do yeah they don't build new stars because they sort of they have to keep everybody pushed down underneath the top guy and they never build up anybody to replace them 
you know, people can't wrestle forever. Mm-hmm. You know, you you in you, you up to about fifty then, and I mean then after that, there's very yeah. if you're lucky, yeah. So we are seeing people who are going to be main eventers being built from the ground up. Yeah, that's that's, that's exciting. You want to invest in these. Very people. exciting. Yeah, exactly. And and it's way more satisfying watching somebody go from the bottom of the card to the to the top of the card. Yeah. And develop and progress than it is from. Oh, here's this person. They're going into a, a world title match. Yeah. Like that's there's no investment in that for me. However, <laughs> however, moving on. However, earlier this week, at some point, uh, Tony Khan had announced that he would be announcing a new signing, who was one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. And I was like, well, it's Will Ospreay then. Great. Yeah. And it's Will Ospreay! Yay! And elevated hit, and I was singing along and dancing on my sofa of, yeah. of joy. I I was, uh, yeah, I I was delighted. And uh, I, I was sort of like, I even though I knew it was yeah. probably going to be Ospreay at that point, delighted. Delighted. Because he, he's, he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Why would you not he sign him? He fucking is incredible. And I love him. And... Um, I saw, I think, I think Kyle Fletcher posted to Instagram a picture of him and Mark Davis and Will Ospreay with like the caption 2024, like they're all together yes! in AEW. And I was yes! like, oh no, I'm going to cry. Like, it's too cute. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love them. I love that they have, you know, all of them have like grafted away on the British indie scene for yeah. years together. And now they're all together in AEW. And it's just, it's just the best. It's great. It's great. And um, the thing is as well, I mean, I don't know if you, I don't think you watched the press scrum, did you? That was no. Uh, I ended up watching it because I have a problem, clearly. <laughs> I would have done, but I just ran out of hours in the day. <laughs> yeah, it's well, it was a good, it was a good little press conference. Bless uh, Max was very emotional, bless his heart. But um, yeah, Osprey was there. Osprey came on like second, I think, and sort of Tony Khan was saying because because Will was basically saying, I don't know how this came about, like how the 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 machinations were done behind the scenes to get this to happen. Because obviously Will is still signed until yeah. the end of the year, I believe, with New Japan. But I think, but from what Tony Khan was saying, it's like we don't want Will to be outside of this orbit. Mm, we don't. The, the we of, heard that WWE was circling, and we thought, let's lock this down. Yeah, let's lock this motherfucker down immediately and and fair play to you yeah fair play i would do the same thing because there's very few people i think in wwe that is on osprey's level i think he's gonna have far better matches where he is it's it's as simple as that really it's you know he's he's gonna have matches with you know obviously we're probably gonna get kenny again uh danielson which um I'm not sure we've ever seen that before. I, I, I know I haven't seen it before and I really want to. You know, uh, Osprey, I would say Osprey versus Hangman will make me bite through a piece of wood. I'm finally <laughs> convinced. It's I, it's just the possibilities for Will where in AEW, I think, are endless. Yeah. Where in WWE, I can see they have a definite end. <laughs> Do you know I, what I mean? Yeah. 
I, I just, I'm so excited. Like, I just... I'm, yeah, it's going to be good. I know a lot of people don't like him because of... He, I mean, he used to be much more of a dick and he yeah. isn't really now. And I think, like, the pandemic changed him and I think um, his, yeah. losing his best friend changed him and I think just growing up changed him. And now I think he's brilliant and i love him and yeah i am excited i also for everyone else think to love him if someone's done stupid shit when they were younger at the same time you can't just condemn someone forever like if yeah. they have shown willing to grow and change and better themselves and then then surely like we have to be kind of ups- accepting of that yeah well Cause, otherwise cause what's the motivation what for anyone yeah, to ever change what's, yeah what's the incentive for anyone to ever change if if they if, if you know what i mean if if someone doesn't progress and change and whatever it's like with um the situation with um bless his heart uh jay briscoe where mm, where he said yeah. some silly things and and but then he said that you know, I've changed, I've learned, I've grown and, and, you know, and then there's people who have said, you know, like Jay would stand up for LGBTQ talent on the roster and he treated everybody really well. So obviously that's a sign that somebody's grown and changed, which is Mm. why it kind of annoyed me where AEW was still not allowed to put him on the TV Mm. because it's like, that's mad. where is the incentive? it's ridiculous apparently it was someone at wbd Mm. that was the issue there but it's you know if like we say if if someone shows that they have changed that they've grown that you know that they've learned from their mistakes and then you know we have to be accepting of that i think yeah because because otherwise where is where is the incentive for anybody to change if they're if they're sort of behaving poorly yeah if if that's it if you know what i mean if you write someone off forever because they behaved poorly one yeah. time i mean yeah fair enough if they don't change if yeah, they carry of course, on being yeah. terrible then you know fuck them but yeah you he have really to be open to being terrible he's great yeah yeah you know it's it's you've got to be you you've got to at least sort of be like okay yes fair enough yeah someone's you know they they have grown up they have changed and and whatever because otherwise like there's no incentive to change otherwise yeah and uh, yeah and i think everybody will come to see that and i think you can't listen to will osprey talk for very long without realizing like how passionate he is and how yeah yeah like he was so watch his bit on the press conference he was very funny i just he is very funny as well but he's also just like he may not have been in, in the past but like he does always seem to make an effort to really like stand up for the right thing like even down to like the um recent 1pw dramas in the uk where the promotion was like ripping a load of people off like yeah he was one of the few that was really speaking out and saying like look i'm not gonna stop hounding you because i've got a voice and not until like everyone that worked on this show gets paid like uh, yeah i'm not just yeah. talking about talent but i'm talking you know everyone that you know your photographers and your crew and like you know just basically just making a big stink until it got sorted out and i'm just like respect for that like he's 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 a good dude i think he's good i i sort of i tend to judge people on their actions like in the present and if somebody has spent 
however many years sorting themselves out and and make and being better as a person then you know yeah well, this the, it's the only thing that makes sense like I, I i really hate this culture at the moment of like digging back and being like oh but in 2011 you made a bad tweet or whatever and you're like i oh, just so what like it's not this gotcha of like you are still like fuck off whatever <laughs> people are complicated you can't be so black people and white are complicated. About young people do silly things we all need to grow up and some people don't and some people do and if they do they should be given they should they should be given the credit for it yeah let's treat yeah just let's just try and be human it'd be nice i am yeah. extremely pleased that we'll see willow spray more Me too. and also he's just a great wrestler so that's good <laughs> and it was yeah the press conference was really funny because he swore and then he was like he oh did. shit oh shit <laughs> can i swear it was like he was like i was thought i was in trouble then it was like oh, oh bless him. I love him because he he swears loads in new japan i'm thinking he, he gets away with it because people don't speak english but um mm. yes he's very funny he's uh, gonna have to be he was like saying i'm gonna have to be careful on the telly yeah they are gonna he's have never to. done weekly tv before he's <gasps> gonna have to be careful oh that's so fun uh, uh millions of hearts for will osprey uh and then also millions of hearts for the te- texas death match because my god ah! <laughs> feral feral it's about this match i was hell like fucking hell <laughs> i mean the fact that we started the match with a fucking bookshot that yeah. was wild like <laughs> yeah straight in and then i just i loved this match was so well like structured yeah like the fact that we were starting off with like staples and swerve being like ah and then by the end of it he's just like merrily stapling himself like a maniac like yeah it's just so fun my uh other half was yeah he was like it's fucking shakespearean (laughs) (laughs) glorious absolutely beautiful glorious pro wrestling violence and i am here for it all fucking day just see on the, on the recap here hangman adam page is completely unhinged said <laughs> yes yes he did that's what we want is feral feral he hangman was we love feral feral hangman. both of them were bleeding copiously um yeah something went i think something went kind of wrong somewhere with think? hangman oh, i think i think he he caught his head on something <sighs> that he wasn't meant to because he went from like having a little bit of blood on his forehead to his entire hair yeah. being red with blood he i think he caught himself on top of the head and and it was a bit deeper than maybe it was meant to be swerve was just bleeding everywhere just yeah so much blood just pouring like they'd throw each other on the ground and you'd just see like pools of blood underneath them yeah yeah the obviously the the most feral spot being that bit where I, I was even watching it going i don't know how to describe what i'm seeing but like but like hangman had his head underneath swerve's head and was like pulling him down by his hair so that his blood would drip into his mouth yeah and then he blew it up into the air like fucking triple h i was living <laughs> i was like, living what? what am i seeing <laughs> what am i seeing amazing it, it was beautiful beautiful and i think this is the thing i think because there were some people going, oh, this is a bit much for me on on the old Twitters, and um, but I think it's it's you, it's another your mileage may vary yeah. a little bit because we are deathmatch girlies. We yeah. watch deathmatches on the indies. This is pretty standard for a deathmatch. It was good though, like it was a good one, I think. Oh yeah, no, that's that's what I'm saying. Is like we are kind of used to that level of blood 
Yeah. And I think maybe if the only thing you watch is AEW and WWE, I mean, in WWE, they banned blood in the ring for a very long time. Like they would stop matches if someone started bleeding. Oh. So it it's, there is a whole sort of, again, a whole generation of people who are not used to people bleeding in the ring. And it, I always find, I always kind of get a kick out of that. Like, people seeing that shit for the first time and being like, oh my god! Like, it's, love it. Love it. Absolutely oh, I fucking love like it. feel like such a demon, but I love it. And I obviously, I'm constantly out here going like, oh, I, I don't think we should mess around with head injuries. And, and, and I don't think that. But like, deathmatch bleeding is not... Like obviously, it's not you, the same. It's not the same. It's it's very surface level, and it's like it looks dramatic, and it kind of isn't a big deal. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 that's the thing with with blood. Because the thing is, it's uh, like you know when um, oh horrible spot on collision with Roddy Strong and Action Andretti. Oh wait, it sort of looked like he dropped on his head. Well, he did get dropped <laughs> well, on his head. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, but yeah, it was. Yeah, he landed on his head and it looked really nasty. And and I think that obviously wasn't meant to happen because instead of counting the pin, the ref was straight on him Shit. to check on him. Like, it, it was definitely a fuck up. But um, it's like that kind of thing frightens me in wrestling. Blood doesn't frighten me at all no. in wrestling. No. Like, if it's, if it's, you know, blood is there generally, unless there's been a fuck up, the blood is there by design. And yeah. um, it's more of a visual thing than an than a real terrible horrific injury apart from when um i don't know you wouldn't have been watching them when dax uh not dax cash from ftr um this is why there's there's foam and padding around the the hooks that have the that connect the uh turnbuckle to the ring oh yeah to the ring posts um there, there's like a like a a thing under there that is obviously quite sharp and Cash caught his forearm on it oh. and it ripped it like wide open. He was bleeding like crazy. He had to be removed like immediately. Yeah, see, that would scare me. But when it's like someone's blading and blood is cascading down their face, I'm like, yeah, yeah you this know is fun that's, times. <laughs> this is just, yeah, that's, that's you know, bread and butter deathmatch shit. That's, yeah. it's, it's more visual than anything, you know, it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I think so. It was. It was just like the, there was a close up on Swerve where there was so much gore, like in his eyelashes. It was just like, yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> is there something wrong with us? Because I see shit like that, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yes, no, yeah. <laughs> this is real graps, ladies real, and gentlemen. Real. Um, uh, there was blood <laughs> on the camera lens. There was blood on the white ropes. There was blood. Every, did you see the guy in the audience in the white jacket? Like when they went up and um, swerved, like did a pile driver on Hangman, like into the barrier. There was a guy really close to that corner in a white jacket who seemed <gasps> to be backing away very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, me too, mate. Get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I to be fair, if I was wearing a white jacket, I would have just stood there with my arms out because I'm yeah. freaked. <laughs> 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 I didn't see that bit, but I love it. It's it's love just it. it was matching the night for me Absolutely. by a country for yeah, mile. Like infinity, infinity hearts, infinity, infinity blood hearts red hearts. Forever. Yeah. It's fully bloody anatomically correct hearts. It was <laughs> yeah. beautiful. Beautiful. Just there was so much fun violence. stuff like that fucking cinder block exploded into dust. Mm. It looks so cool. 
<laughs> it did. And that's the thing. That's another one of those spots where, yes, it looks scary, but it's a gimmick no. cinder block, obviously. Yeah. But it, the visual of it is just so good. Like, yeah. it's, oh, I love it. I love it. I love Swerve. I love Hangman. I love <laughs> the, all of it. The two things I think where um, I did get a little bit, like, scared was Hangman clearly climbing up ready to do a moonsault with a barbed wire wrapped chair in his hands where I'm like, I don't know if you should do a moonsault without any hands. That seems bad. <laughs> uh, fucking did it, though. What a maniac. It. Maniac. But I love it. Because Hangman is, again... One of the best people in that fucking company. Oh, he's so fucking and he's good. now the Deathmatch King. And I love yeah. that for him. He's he's just <sighs> what a fucking legend that man is. I love him. Can we have can we have another Hangman Mox Deathmatch? I would like it. I would like it too. I don't know. I, I feel like at some point they, they should make that happen. You know what I would I would if they ever fall out again at some point in the future, because I'm just thinking, you know, Back in, I think, all out. Yeah, it was. It was all out 2022. And it was like Dark Order versus the Elite with hang, like Hangman on the Dark Order's side. And Kenny and Hangman met in the ring and people just went fucking mental. <laughs> it was like they lost their fucking minds. And it's like if they ever fall out again... I would love a Hangman and Kenny death match. Yes. So much. Yes. Yes. Because they're both unhinged. They're both completely insane. It'd be fucking wild. I, it, it would be on the same level as, as the match <laughs> we saw last night. I, I guarantee it. I need to finish this thought before I forget it because I was like, I no, think, say, I, think say I said there were, there were two things. <laughs> I said two one. things, yes. There was, <laughs> the other say thing, the second thing. The other thing was obviously uh, the chain getting wrapped around his neck and, and like hanging Hangman. Mm. I don't like things you don't like hanging spots i don't like hanging spots i don't like them um i know i know i know it's all i know it's all like careful and stuff it's just one of those things where you're like it's a squid in the same way i can in the same way i can kind of like justify you know like thumbtacks staples uh blading yeah bleeding from your head all like basically fine but like anything that's playing with like strangulation asphyxiation like makes me a bit nervous just because i think it's yeah, so yeah. easy for that to go wrong even if yes. everybody involved is a professional i'm like that's yeah, yeah, so yeah, easy yeah. to do someone serious damage like that that's that one makes me nervous but um, yeah i mean it looks cool and stuff yeah, but yeah. <laughs> i think they threw that in there though because people um because hangman's done he, he, because he choked Mox out with a chain and he's done hanging yeah. spots in Ring of Honor. There was people preemptively deciding that that's what was going to happen and, and Hangman was going to do that to Swerve. And obviously with the connotations of that, it was never on the cards. No. It was never on the cards. And and you, some people just decided to get mad about it. And it was obvious that they were never going to do it. And it, it's just, that's the problem with the, the internet wrestling community, I think. Sometimes they make things up completely in their heads and get angry about it and then it's like why were you angry that didn't happen it's why why did it even why did it even cross your mind in the first place because you know these people you know they wouldn't do that so why why have you invented that it's going to happen <laughs> but i think they they sort of did that spot they did that spot with the reverse with swerve hanging mm. hangman i think they kind of did it as a bit of a middle finger yeah. to the people who decided already what was going to happen in the match <sighs> yeah there was someone in the crowd with a sign that was like internet wrestling fans suck and i was like yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, as as including me, <laughs> including me. Yeah, it's it, as someone who is sort of part of that community. I mean, I sort of still feel like I am. I hover on the fringes of it a little bit. Yeah, because there's there's some things that people say are just fucking wild. Like you're like yes. that is really out of fucking pocket. What are you? What is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> like so, I you know what I mean? It's like I I struggle outside of our sort of little bubble that we have. I I. I struggle to relate to a lot of yeah. wrestling fans on, on the internet, I'm afraid. Because I don't know as well. It, it was like I think I said yesterday. It was I sort of have my other half who doesn't have social media at all because he hates it. Um, it's, it's like I have a conduit to what people who aren't terminally online yeah. think about things. So it's, yeah, it's one of them. It's like, yes, it's very easy to get caught up in the sort of waves of outrage about things that there are but like sometimes it's it's just like even it, like yes i know mean, i'm guilty of it myself getting wound up about certain <laughs> things but like it's like i think maybe just take a step back take a step back <laughs> and and see what people are saying like not on twitter yeah 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 totally like yeah just everyone take a deep breath in <laughs> deep yeah. breath out that's just that's what we need show. i think yeah like breathing exercises for the internet wrestling community there's youtube videos i'll send you some links <laughs> but, <laughs> it's just wrestling it's not real <laughs> yeah hurt yeah you. basically <laughs> it's like i mean yeah the thing is the, it's the stuff i tend to get mad about is like stuff that's actually happened in real life rather than mm. stuff that's happened in kayfabe i think that maybe that's the difference yeah i think so oh Swerve won, by the way. Oh, yes. We didn't mention that. Swerve won, and I was kind of upset about it because I really wanted it to be 1-1, so they'll do a decider. But at the same time, as long as Tony Khan doesn't forget that Hangman exists and stop booking <laughs> him for weeks and weeks and weeks at a time, yeah, I think it'll be okay. I think Hangman will be all right. But that's like that, that was my thing. The only reason I'm iffy on the result is like what happens going forward. And I think it'll be fine. Let's not worry we'll about find it. Out. Let's find out Let, what happens. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. <laughs> Let's. What's the thing they tell you? Like, worry about the problems that you have. Yeah, not and the then, ones that haven't happened yet. And not the ones that you've made up in your head. <laughs> yeah. Also it's very that. hard. If you I have anxiety, it's, it's very hard to do that. It's very hard. And also, I lived through 2022 as a Hangman fan. So... <laughs> you've got PTSD. You've got Hangman I've got PTSD. PTSD about Hangman, unfortunately. Like, any other result, I'm like, with other matches and things, I'm, I'm like, fine. But with Hangman, because I've seen how badly he's been treated in the past... It, it's like I'm like oh shit <laughs> you know I but I don't know that's, if that's just me if that's what's gonna happen when we talk about yeah there's Golden Jets versus the Young Bucks fuming how are you feeling about that one fuming <laughs> fuming hate it <laughs> I I really can't bear Chris <laughs> I knew it I knew it I knew it um tell me that match wouldn't have been better with like Hangman or Ibushi in Chris Jericho's place I'm sure it would have been but at the same time I do think there's other stuff going are... on though that's that's well the there thing. is other yeah 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 but I do think that we're dealing with still I mean they had Don Callis on commentary but yeah like we can't resolve this problem of Don Callis and Kenny Omega in the ring because Don Callis doesn't wrestle. Yeah. So we can't do that, but we do need to have some people in the in the feud and in the in the storyline that he can wrestle. So yeah. 
let's do that. To begin with, this match felt weirdly nothingy to me. Like I was just it, watching it. Took it took like, a minute, didn't it, to get going? Yeah. Yeah. And then it did get going and I, and I was into it. I think like when Matt Jackson attempted the walls of Jericho on Chris Jericho, uh, I was like, okay, that's fun. And then like Matt Jackson trying to do a one-winged angel on Kenny Omega, like that was really fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, think- I started to like it when it was a bit getting a bit more fun. The start of the match, I think it was it was meant to be tentative because it was like mm. m- like Kenny didn't really want to fight the books yeah. and the books didn't really want to fight Kenny, but they really wanted to fight Jericho, um, yeah. and it was all a bit being sort of quite tentative. But then once they got going, it was it was fire, as the kids say. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's yeah. Um, I I just I struggle because I don't. I have not enjoyed Jericho being involved in all this from the beginning. And yeah. I, it was like, I saw the end on the horizon, the death of the <laughs> golden jets. And it was right there. No, and, uh, they we're never going to give that to you though. They were never going to, I can't have one nice thing. Can I, I can't have one nice thing <laughs> for me. Tony Khan. <laughs> what? No, Tony Khan just gave you a really big treat. So don't be angry. <laughs> Tony Khan said you can have hangman drinking blood and you said Tony Khan never gives me anything. I I wanted an N64. Um it's, <laughs> it's I I don't know what it is about Face Jericho. I find him unbearable. I I much prefer him as a heel. And I yeah. I I really I was like just turn heel, join the family, do something. I don't know what it is. It's Face Jericho is a smarmy prick, but mm. heel Jericho is a smarmy prick, but he's supposed to be. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's one of those ones where you're like, why are you... A- you're not a face because you're not doing face things. No, you're a little shit house. Like, you- yeah. but I mean, I get that, you know, it's Jericho and people are... Thing is, though, it doesn't matter if, if Jericho's a heel or a face. People are going to like him anyway. People are going to cheer yeah. him because he's Chris Jericho. But I just find supposed face Jericho just <laughs> unbearable and I wish he'd have joined the family I wish he'd have joined the family I wish Maybe he'd have joined the family has... earlier and earlier than this I don't know I don't really know where this is going but, I, um, I don't to be fair it did feel a lot like the Bucks have just been like we don't want this tag team title shot anymore we don't want to deal with FTR's shit anymore just just take us out the picture yeah yeah well I mean basically that got fucked didn't it because that I think the idea was that it'd be Bucks versus FTR for for the titles in their hometown, mm-hmm. and that would have been a really nice moment. But somehow <clears throat> that didn't end up happening because the the FTR lost didn't lose the belts at the pay per view, yeah. and then just decided <sighs> to put a random thrown together tag team over on an episode of Collision. Interesting that. Interesting. I really like. I wanna. I don't wanna be one of those like because I see people making up like oh the Bucks have done this now on the internet and I'm like you just don't have any evidence for that and mm. you just you don't know what the decision is so I don't want to be one of those people but also fuck FDR yeah <laughs> thing is though yeah there's no but, evidence yeah. of the Bucks doing that kind of thing there's plenty of evidence of FDR doing that kind of thing but I try I try and be kind of as fair as possible and be like how I feel about FDR is how these people feel about the Bucks and maybe I'm being equally like 
I, yeah, but I'm willing to give anyone the benefit of the doubt. With the information that's out there, <laughs> yeah, is all I'm going to say. With the information that's out there, the things that the books get accused of are the things that FDR have actually done. That's well, no one's accused say. the box of uh, waving a gun out there with car windows. Well, there's that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for a start, um, it feels very spiteful. It's been, it feels a bit spiteful to me that it's obvious, like, no, we don't want to give them that. So we'll just lose the belts, like, and 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 in turn, I think, yeah, maybe the maybe Matt and Nick have just gone, ah, oh, fuck it, let Kenny and Jericho do the tag title match, whatever, and and fair enough, fair enough, you know, it's it's a, it's it's annoying when plans get fucked up and it's not your fault, and I would be annoyed by that as well. So whatever, whatever, but yeah, no, no end of the Golden Jets, um, although interesting uh post from brandon cutler this afternoon saying after this match because obviously the book's lost that it was oh hang on i'm gonna have to find the post because it, of the way it was worded where's brandon <laughs> brandon there he is i am being told that the young books will be taking some time away from wrestling People close to Matt and Nick's camp are asking for privacy during this time. So mm. it's written basically word for word, like something that's come from Nick Houseman directly from Punk's camp. Uh, <laughs> so that just makes me think that, yeah, it's all it's all part of the plan. It's all part of the plan, baby. Um, <laughs> and I have a feeling we might see them again if they're taking this little break. I have a feeling we might see them again when Jericho and Kenny have their title match. Mm, Whenever well, that may be. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. This is, <laughs> is my, my new philosophy of just like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. We'll just wait and see yeah. what happens. It'll be fine. But what if it's not fine? <laughs> <laughs> it is fine because FTR didn't fucking win the ladder match. Yeah, so true, everything true, true. is fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we had that little, little nugget from Brandon this afternoon, yes. doing his best Houseman impression. It's a, <laughs> it was very funny. I forgot what a little shit stirrer he can be. He's yeah, mm. all of them, all of them, and, and with, it, with all the love in the world, <laughs> I forgot what. Yeah, <laughs> heel books, heel books are making a comeback, and that is the thing that I am excited about the most because they are little shits when they're heel and i love that <laughs> they are just little fucking menaces and they're so petty and it's like when they're heels they pretend to be everything that people say about them and i yeah, love that i enjoy that i love that how many hearts for this tag match minus 5 because the golden jets aren't dead no um no All i'm right. being horrible <laughs> um no that was three and a half again for me yeah there was some fun stuff in there there was yeah it was a fun match i enjoyed it enjoyed the books going fucking feral at the end and smashing chairs yes. on the side of the ring and be very angry so yeah there's that and i i kind of have a feeling that they're just gonna come back like just being the absolute worst and i'm excited <laughs> for that so I, I i'll give so. it three and a half did anyone say anything at the scrum uh well oh jericho was at the scrum mm. he was like uh apparently tony khan proposed the idea of this match and everyone was down um 
Also, Kenny was meant to be at the press conference, but had to leave the arena immediately after the show because his cat is poorly. So all the love to Kenny and all the love to Kenny's cat, Dobby. Dobby, get better soon. Poor little thing. Get better soon. Oh, no. Oh, no. I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay, too. Worse. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I, I, I have cats and I'm very, very attached to my cats. So, yeah, I would be, I would be on the first plane home as well. That was me. Bless him. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see um, outside of that. We'll see what happens, I guess. Um, I'm sure they've got a plan. I'm sure there's a story being told. So I am, I am happy to sit and wait and see where it <laughs> where it goes. Yeah. But I just, I just need Jericho to turn heel as well because I'm fed up of him as a face. I just find him really <laughs> obnoxious. <laughs> and also, the thing is, though, as well, I love it when uh, tag teams turn heel and they're absolutely justified for the reasons why they've turned heel. Like, even though everybody doesn't agree and everyone's like, boo, you, you're doing mean things. It's like the reason for doing the mean things is completely valid because why in the fuck, I have said it before, why in the fuck is Kenny picking a man who hated him up until about a month ago over his best friends in the world? Well, how does that make any sense? Oh, what did we think of the street fight on Wednesday? Because we haven't talked about that. Oh, yeah, oh, fucking hell. Yeah, there's too much wrestling. Um, there's too the much wrestling, fight. but I feel like we need to cover that. Yeah, we do. It was really fun. My, like, a, a lot of things have blurred together in my head, but my enduring image of that street fight was, like, Kota's little wink when he was getting on the bike to, I to ride his bike down to the ring. DDT that was throwback. just so, so fun. And that was lovely. He I liked that He looked so lot. happy. His little happy he face did. on his bike. It, and he just bonking people with a stick on the way around and then and then he gets dropped on his head on the bike obviously because of course but, he know. does because he's Kota. um <laughs> it was yeah <laughs> i love that and, and me other half is a huge yakuza fan like a dragon fan so he was very excited to see all the like little props from the game dotted around Aww. the ring and yeah it was it was just so fun and it made us very happy because it's been a shitty week and yeah Love it. Love all that. Oh, good. I'm glad that it was fun in the end. Um, it was. Did Paul White got injured during that slam onto the car, apparently? I think kayfabe injured. Oh, okay. That's kayfabe right. injured. I don't think he's actually injured. I was worried about Kyle Fletcher as well, like, after the, he got a... Um, oh, what happened? Someone, someone like, piled-drived him off the ramp or something. He went through a table off the ramp. That's the main thing I went remember. Went through a table like, off the ramp, yeah. And yeah, and like the table everywhere. was like dropped down onto his head afterwards. I was like, oh no. Oh no, no, I <laughs> oh, was, no. I think Kenny busted his hand open on a fucking um fake bottle as well oh, when he smashed uh Kyle in the head with it. Ibushi went off the fucking off the apron into a pile of tables, uh chairs yeah. even. That was fun. Enjoyed that. <laughs> um, it was t- thing is that it's like I I don't know sometimes with AEW fans, if you don't know anything about Kota Ibushi, you need to know that he's a funny little guy. And he was just, I kept being amused by him just sort of floating around the ring at the side when other stuff was going on in the ring. You'd just see Ibushi just pop up and be doing things. And it was so funny. I adore him. He was having so much fun. Yeah. He was having a great time. And, you know, I think he's he's still rehabbing and stuff, which is why we're not getting Golden Lovers yet, not getting singles matches yet. And, And I think they're using him in a way where he can still have fun and do fun stuff, but not injure anything or re-injure anything that's uh, yeah. 
uh, that's troubling him kind of thing. So I I personally am cool with all that at the minute. That's, you know, things will happen when they are ready to happen in that case. But yeah, I just, I love seeing Kota Ibushi finally seeing Kota Ibushi in AEW and, and wrestling with his friends and stuff. It just makes me very happy. It gives me warm and oh, so fuzzies nice. in the tum-tum. So nice. Oh, and he so finally got so his so graphic. Um, and RJ City is in shambles. <laughs> and... <laughs> you mean you mean our bestie? Our bestie, our bestie RJ, RJ City. City is in shambles because he still hasn't had his all elite graphic. Aww. But he has seen his Waffly Bollocks Champion of the Week graphics. That's good. On three <laughs> different social media platforms. Yeah, because yeah. he's our bestie now. <laughs> I've been having I've been having so much uh, like being perceived by wrestlers this week and I don't think I do you not it. enjoy it well I, I was feeling so much pressure when RJ was yeah because he replied to me on Twitter and that was fine and then he replied to me on Blue Sky and that was kind of fine and then I didn't tag him on Instagram but he he found you anyway <laughs> and I was like why is this happening to me <laughs> See, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of fine with it. I'm kind of fine with it if, if being perceived um, because I I don't think for the most part we do or say anything really out of pocket. So I'm I'm cool with it. Uh, so main event, we got there. We did. So the main event. The main event. Build as Adam Cole versus one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest is how it's built. Build as Adam Cole versus Jay White because obviously MJF was uh, definitely at the real hospital. Definitely the real hospital and not the um, local medical centre. I tell you what, they needed to take him to the fucking fake tan hospital. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We were laughing at his because his knee pads had Bless fallen him. down a bit. Yeah. Does he spray his spray tan on while he's wearing his knee pads? I mean... Because he had like a fully, like a proper line around really his did. knee. <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was like that or like maybe he had put it on like too recently and the knee pad had like rubbed it off because he had like I a don't lot of know. lines like around his like inner thigh as well I think it's just they're not very good at putting on fake tan I think is, is uh, the no. issue Max <laughs> Max I love you but come on because I've seen some of them do it like on BT you see the books do it and they just sort of whoosh, whoosh, like oh, they're they spraying on like deodorant or something it's like what are you doing it at themselves don't they I yeah. know mad uh yes so so supposedly it was going to be adam cole but like obviously we knew it wasn't going to be adam cole yeah. because because you wouldn't change the main event because adam cole's got a broken ankle yeah adam cole didn't even bother ankle. to put his gear on to sell the illusion so you know yeah i i actually liked that as well Did i you? liked that he came out and it was like well i was the, like you should have put your gear on he wouldn't have had it with him well hmm he wouldn't have if he was just there to, to cheer on his mate. He wouldn't, oh. have, and he's got a broken leg. He wouldn't have brought his gear with him, would that's, he? Perhaps that's true. I would have liked it if he had to like borrow some gear off of someone. That I would have cute. liked it if he'd have just come out in Hangman's gear and it was like two yeah. sizes too big for him, and it, it would have been just hilarious. Just MJF's gear, MJF's gear, MJF's gear. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, but also, Adam Cole does wrestle in tiny little pants, doesn't he? So I don't he know does. if he could even have got that over the. The, the massive boot. cast thing he's yeah. got on his leg. But yeah, that that didn't really sell the illusion that he was going to wrestle at all. Uh, no. So, and MJF stole an ambulance 
and <laughs> came running People back to the room. People keep doing that, stealing ambulances. I'm sure that's like a criminal offence and nobody ever gets arrested. This is, uh, <laughs> this is why the... I was going to say the National Health Service. You don't have that because it's America. But if it was in this country, I would say this is why the NHS is on its knees. All these wrestlers <laughs> all these stealing, wrestlers ambulances. stealing ambulances all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, so, yeah. So he came back in limping and did the match. And Adam Cole stayed ringside. And at one point the guns were there and then they were told to leave because they're yeah. being naughty everybody always pops for the ref sending somebody away i love that yeah, why is that why is I, that it's, such a, like it's because it's a trope it is a trope and they yeah. do like the you're out of here baseball thing, <laughs> and everybody gets really excited because baseball apparently um yeah it, yeah it is it's just a trope now and whenever it happens everybody cheers and <laughs> it's just another weird thing in wrestling yeah. I have no further explanation other than that. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think kind of what was interesting about this match was that Adam Cole kept trying to help by like trying to give MJF the belt to hit Jay White with and that backfired or trying to give MJF the dynamite di- diamond ring and that backfired. Mm. And so there's a little bit of me that was really expecting some closure on the devil storyline yeah. tonight. Yeah, they was like, teased it. Is this like... Am I supposed to be wondering if he's doing it on purpose? I, I'm i definitely wondering if he's doing it on purpose. So mm. I think probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, is he is he really trying to help him, Jeff? Or is he just pretending but really helping his opposition? But um, he's, he's it, yeah, he's trying to make yeah. it look like he's helping. But secretly, he's not helping yeah. at all. And I, I, at all. Hmm, I don't know. This is the thing. I think we're meant to think that. But whether it's a red <laughs> herring or not. Well, because it's not clear. Like he, either he was genuinely trying to help but failing, or or he was not. So like, yeah, that it, it's completely open. Yeah, you could. Yeah, either way, it could go either way still. But I am suspicious. <laughs> I'm very suspicious. 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 Uh, uh, but then it was just otherwise like just quite a good match. Um, it was. You it know, was fine. It was fine. Obviously, Jay White's a good wrestler. MJF's a good wrestler. It wasn't like the most. But I think because I was watching it for the, with an eye on the Adam Cole stuff. Yeah, it was an eye on the drama. Yeah, is kind which of is... distracted from the match a little bit. I think fine. Like it was fine. I... It's all about balance, isn't it? Because yeah. a match with no story can be quite dull sometimes. Yeah. Or if there's too much drama, it can overshadow the match. You've kind of got to strike that balance. And yeah, maybe... you've got to be somewhere in the middle. I think maybe this one went a bit too far on the drama side of things. That yeah. it made a distraction from the match. But at the same time, I don't think it was the worst main event. They've ever no, done. Like, I some people are losing good. their fucking minds about it. And I'm like, <sighs> it was fine. It was fine. Was it the best main event I've ever seen in AEW? Absolutely not. Absolutely not, it wasn't. But... It also wasn't the worst. It also wasn't the worst. It was just fine. Um, And I don't think... I mean, I've seen takes like, oh, Jay White's career is over. Like, how? Don't be fucking ridiculous. Yeah, you are literally being unhinged at that point. Jay White is just having a fun little time doing some silly nonsense with some silly nonsense men and getting paid for it. And he's fine. I don't think it's a problem. And I don't think this is the thing. I I did I don't know whether some people convinced themselves maybe that 
Jay White gonna was win. ever going to win. And I, I was fairly certain from the start that Jay wasn't winning. I think no. he is a future champion, absolutely. But I don't think now was the time Guys, to do it. For fuck's sake, we're still doing the Bidding War of 2024 storyline. We have a brand new pay-per-view yeah. in Long Island called World's End. Yeah. I just, I don't think there was any possibility that MJF no. was dropping the belt before then. Never. No. No, absolutely not. I don't think I he was... I don't know if he, he... I mean, I don't even know if he's going to drop the belt in Long Island. Nor do I, because that's his hometown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know if he will, but he might. But that's where that's where you can convince me it might happen, but... I think I, as well, I, I, it is, I think if anything, it's the culmination of the devil stuff. I think yeah. is probably going to happen there. No idea whether MJF's going to lose the belt there. No. And no idea, yeah, whether he's going to get his heart broken. No idea. I mean, we assume that he's re-signed at this point because it would be completely deranged if he hadn't. But, yeah. you know, but they're still playing that as a storyline. And like, yeah, I have to be honest, I'm so much less interested in the business than I am in the storylines. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I am as well. I like it when I am not like, because it was like when all the unfortunate circumstances stuff yeah. kicked off. It was like, I, it was my wrestling, AEW is my sort of happy comfort show. And I didn't like the fact that all this bullshit had yeah. been brought into it from real life. No. To fuck no. with it. And, and it's like, I don't want that. I just want to, to be immersed in the story and what's going on on the, the telly. I don't yes. want it to be muddied by stupid bullshit from stupid people. Well, in the same way that like I loved Buffy and Angel as a kid, and now that I know that Joss Whedon was deeply unpleasant, yeah, it it puts me off ever watching it again because I feel like that would intrude, and that's kind of the same thing. I want to watch my little stories and my little guys, yeah. And if I know that in real life my little guys are lovely, that makes me happy. Yes. And if I know that in real life they're horrible, that makes it less fun for me to watch. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and also it it sort of yeah. I just I I. I just like being able to concentrate on what's happening in yeah. the show and and not have it like I say like have it muddied up by <sighs> stupid yeah. bullshit. Yeah, I think we're, we're yeah. I mean, because on the one hand we're saying like obviously in the storyline that wasn't going to happen at this point, so like that is a that kind is, of like that level is real up life stuff. Yeah. So maybe we're being slightly hypocritical, but I think probably. Just like, well, no, but then but then it would be like watching. Yeah, if I was watching Buffy and she was fighting the season big bad in like episode 12, like she's not going to defeat them there because that's no. not how TV works. You've got to wait no. to the end of the season. <laughs> well, the thing is, it, it, that's the thing. I mean, I think because wrestling generally does have a certain amount of crossover, like certain things from real life come into it mm. and get referenced and things. But it's like, I think it's more when it's something that isn't meant to be brought mm, into it yeah is 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 that causes the problems like fine if it's something that everything's like it's all been agreed and pre-sorted out and then brought into it that's one thing but it's like yeah it's it's when it's sort of something that's out of the control of the show and it just happens on the show mm. it's like when um when um after unfortunate circumstances won the belt and 
just called out Hangman and Hangman didn't come out because he couldn't because that yeah. wasn't in the script. Stuff like that irritates me. Yeah. Stuff like, I, and I think stuff like that is unnecessary. Yeah, don't I don't mind story. real life stuff being referenced. It's like, but it's the circumstances in which it's referenced, if that makes sense. Yeah, we have to all be working on the same story, not yeah. just somebody going off script without yeah. anyone else knowing about it. Yeah, because mm. the bidding war thing, that, that is a real life situation that's been brought into the thing. Although, honestly, I, I'm pretty sure MJF's already re-signed. Yeah, but that's, must have done. that's just yeah. me. But I think, you know what I mean? That's that's a thing from the outside, sort of real life that's been brought into it, but it's all like that is going to play out in a storyline and it's all been arranged kind of thing. Mm. So that's different to me. Yeah. It's hard to explain. It's a weird it thing. <laughs> it's just because wrestling is this. Yeah, just I, I don't know why I've decided that the project of this episode is to define exactly what wrestling is. Yeah, we're, we're, oh, just doing, we're not happening? doing a great job of it. No, we're not. We're not. We're not. Um, okay. MJF is still world champion. He is indeed, yeah. And he still will be until at least, <laughs> at least December 30th. How many stars? Oh, star, but, but, how many hearts? How many hearts? Um, not stars, we don't do stars. I'm going to be a bit stingy here. Okay. I'm going to say two and a half. <gasps> that's stingy. No, that's stingy. That is, is that too stingy? That's is that too stingy? At least three. Come on. Okay, three. <laughs> okay, three. I mean, I just thought it was okay. I thought yeah. it was fine. Um, and that's the thing. I think maybe I did like the storytelling part of it, but I, I, I think maybe there was too much of it. And maybe. I think it kind of detracted from the match itself a little bit. Um I can I can see I can sort of see the point of view that it made Jay look a little bit silly somehow, but Jay's uh, walking around with a cardboard cutout of himself most exactly. Of the time. Yeah, I mean it's yeah I think I think it's sort of the, what detriment it has done to Jay White is wildly overstated at the minute, and I think people yeah. need to calm down. But it's it's like I think I maybe said to you before we stop recording, it's like you need to maybe try and separate the facts whether it's actually terrible terrible thing or if you're just kind of annoyed that the guy you like didn't win that you, yeah. you're angry about that and that is fueling how angry you are about the situation as a whole, <laughs> maybe yeah and mjf didn't beat him clean anyway no that's the thing as well it wasn't a clean win he was fucked about. He's got every reason and motivation to be fucked off about it and, and maybe get another title shot where there is a, a straight match in the future. That's the thing. It's wrestling. It doesn't all culminate and end in no, one event. Going. It keeps going because the wrestling cannot be stopped. So <laughs> it's like there is obviously, you know, people are there are plans for the future. It isn't, it wasn't a case of just, okay, we're going to fuck over Jay White here and that's the end of it. And Jay White will never get another title shot because obviously he's Jay fucking White. Of course that isn't going to happen. Do you think he'll be in the round robin? I would like to see it if he does. Yeah. This tournament kind of, it's the way they're setting it up is that the sort of the biggest sort of, wrestlers that they've got or the other sort of 
you know, the the best wrestlers they've got are going to be in this tournament. So, um, yeah, I would like to see Jay in it. I would like to see, I think Hangman should be in there. Hangman should, should be in that be mix. In that, uh, that mix. Because, you know, it, he's basically, he's 2-0 two, two down against Swerve now. So I think that's probably a good place to end that feud for now. For now. <laughs> think we should revisit it at some point in the future. Maybe when Swerve is a big villain with the title. Mm-mm. Maybe. I mean, I think Tony Khan should ask himself, before he books anything, will this be sexy? And if it won't, he shouldn't book it. Exactly. So basically, you put Hangman in anything, it's yeah. going to be sexy. Hangman in everything and FTR never. <laughs> yeah, basically, because they're not sexy. I've, <laughs> I've got, um, it's, I've got a friend. Um, shout out to Jax. Yo, he was saying that he's never liked FTR because, because um, they just remind him of cops. And yeah. I can't get that. I can't get that out of my head now. Whenever I see him, it's like fucking cops. <laughs> it's <Absolutely>. like, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think yeah. Basically, that's the way it should all be booked. Is is it going to be sexy? If the answer is yeah. no, don't book it. Don't book it. <laughs> that's the that's the answer. So, who's your champion of the week? Oh, right. Okay, let's do. So let's figure out who our contenders. Fucking hell, there's loads. Okay, it could be Christian. Could be Christian. It could be Orange Cassidy. Could be Orange it Cassidy. Could be Tony Storm. Could be Tony Storm. It could be Julia Hart. Uh, it obviously could be either Hangman or Swerve. To be fair, both of them. I almost. I see. This is. I was. I was thinking. I. I kind of Swerve and a Hangman. I just want to put a big bloody crown on the pair of them this week. <laughs> I think. I, I know. Pro I know. Champions. It's controversial having to having a dual champion of the week. But the pair of them, the pair of them put in an absolutely phenomenal showing this week, as well as like the um, the promo Hangman did on Dynamite, which we we didn't cover either. But it's oh no, yeah, that was a phenomenal promo. It was so good. I'm just gonna put it out there that if you think Hangman is bad in the ring, or if you think he's bad at promos, you have an agenda. Because you're just wrong. Objectively, you're fucking yeah, wrong. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't understand anyone who says that. It no, make any sense. I don't. It, it it's baffling. You have just taken a dislike to him for no real reason, and then you're How? just making shit up. How could anyone dislike that man, though? Well, we all know who and why. We all know who and why. It it doesn't bear talking about. I I I just I. It's just if anybody says that Hangman can't cut a promo or Hangman can't wrestle, it's it's absolutely agenda driven agenda driven because it's objectively not fucking true objectively wrong objectively wrong and that promo was just he he was doing what he does best he absolutely dragged swerve for filth which i thought (laughs) it was it was so funny it was so good and again that is another thing where it's like real life stuff has been brought into it but it's obviously all fine and cool between yeah. the two of them, they've arranged to do that. Oh it's all God, good. yeah, he said he said some really nasty things. Vicious, didn't he? vicious. Like, but I think hell. that was the thing. Those two have obviously decided, like, we're just going to go all in on this and make mm. it a nasty, horrible blood feud, where it's like you've got 
swerve breaking into his house and and shit talking at his kid <laughs> and then like hangman's like pulling sort of stuff out of, of swerve's history to talk shit about him and yeah. it's like but they've obviously decided to do this as a collaborative effort and yes. it's it's fantastic it is the best of wrestling i think just yeah so i can't decide between the two of them i really can't that match whoever wins we win we win yeah and we did <laughs> it was it was just iconic i think high praise from uh mr sodi khan on the on the press conference last night he was saying i think it was one of the best matches we've ever done in AEW. i think it was one of the best matches ever yeah Fuck so, yeah. And I fully agree. I fully agree. Tony Khan, for once, you're in the good books with that yeah. one. It, wow. It, fucking incredible. Yeah, See, the pair of them. See, he isn't going to take the Golden Jets away, but he did give you that treat. So, I, well, he, he gave did. us both that treat. He gave us, he gave us, all, he gave us all that treat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I am a little bit sad that Hangman lost, but at the same time, as long as... That is only purely, again, because of outside stuff. Yeah. And I wish I didn't have that in my head. It's like, you know, I don't want to be thinking, oh, God, Hangman's lost. He's going to get but like shit now. Like, I shouldn't be thinking that. No. Uh, but that is the thing that crossed my mind. Having said that, given the way the past the, the past sort of couple of months have gone, I don't think that's going to happen. So while I am a little bit sad that he lost, at the same time, as long as he is booked well going forward, then that's fine. The thing is, like with AEW, you could win and then be booked like shit, especially if you're hanging. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is the thing, isn't it? So winning or losing is not necessarily... I think uh, what it is, Tony Khan has to win his trust, my trust back <laughs> yeah. when it comes to Hangman specifically. He well, has to win if my he was praising back. him at the press scrum, I think that's a good start. Exactly. That kind of, that kind of whatever sort of, you know, uh, issues I had with it kind of, they calmed slightly with <laughs> hearing that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Okay. Yeah. Tony Khan, we want to be friends with you. Stop being, stop doing bad things. Stop making us be mean, damn it. <laughs> Not <laughs> what you yeah, made us do. We just want to be happy, geese. Don't be mean to us. Um, yeah, uh, this Hump. is so. This episode is so long. What the hell is happening? Right, let's wrap. Let's wrap. Oh, we're sort of tentatively in a good mood. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Blue Sky, Instagram at Waffly Bollocks. You can email us wafflybollocks at gmail.com you can rate review subscribe in all the places and you can buy t-shirts at kofi rassle trash yes and slash shop i think <laughs> just do the good just put it put put some words into google it'd be fine um yeah and if you are kip sabian and you would like to come on our podcast uh you're welcome to yeah Good. Come and have a natter with the Wrestle Nanners, Kip. <laughs> I've just put him right off now. <laughs> I mean, if he's listened to two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. If he's, if he's still with us after this amount of time, well done. You deserve Spoiler, a badge. He's not. All right. We'll see you next week. <laughs> see you next week. Bye. Bye. Love you, bye.